Brian Noonan is playing on the radio, baby. What do you do? I'm a communicator. Must be a new kind of thing. I'm better looking, I have better hair, I'm deceivingly smart, and I want everyone else to do what I say. I want to thank Brian Noonan for going on. Holy sh! Brian's back! Yes, it's true. Brian Noonan back in the overnight 720 WGN here until 5 a.m. If you're checking your clocks, it is now 1.07 a.m. Yes, there was a tear in this time-space continuum. Daylight saving time is over. Central Standard Time has begun. Do you feel it? Do you dig it? Yes, you do. 107, as I said, we're here till 5. Big show. Oh, my goodness. Always more fun when you're involved. 312-981-7200. That's the phone. That's the text. Those are the numbers that you should avail yourself of to get a hold of the program. But you don't get right to me. No, when you call in, you'll be talking to Curtis Koch. He is the executive producer of The Big Broadcast. If you're nice to him, you get to me. That's how it works. You can also keep in touch with us on Facebook and Twitter. It's Brian Noonan Show. Uh, Instagram, sure, I'm on there, too. I'm on all the social media. Not nearly as much as Roger, who uh, we are going to have an intervention for, because, good Lord, uh, he needs some help. But that's uh, that's another time. A lot of you have been asking, and by a lot of you, I mean absolutely no one, uh, said, hey, you're coming back to overnights tonight, Brian. You're going to do an overnight arcade? Yes, we are. After one thirty, we will have an overnight arcade. We're bringing back one of the classic games of the overnight arcade, the Tri-Bond Challenge. Ooh, very exciting. Then, after 2 o'clock, we will meet the... Uh, Founders, the owners, the creators of Casa Humilde Cerveceria, Javier and Jose Lopez, will join us in studio. We will talk a little uh, craft beer and uh, their brand new, uh, brand new brewery. So we'll talk uh, talk to them. We're going to talk about oh my goodness, McDonald's toys, most misquoted songs. Uh, might have some naked news in there. There's a lot going on. This time of day. So I am, uh, this is strange. A lot of people would say, hey, you know, if you've been doing something for a while, you would hope to uh, keep moving on. But I am tonight back where I started. This is the exact, this is the exact shift I started on when I first came to WGN. It was two to five at that point, And it is good to be back. I've always enjoyed the overnights. Uh, we did a lot. We did a lot of crazy stuff back in the day between Saturday nights and uh, then we moved to Friday and Saturday nights and then uh, between Christy and Tom and all the producers, Lindsay, and then Cody, who has been with us uh, for a long time. He is, uh, people asked if Cody was going to be here tonight. No, he is. Uh, he officiated his brother's wedding yesterday. He, uh, yes, he was the big, the big officiant. So uh, from Facebook, I learned that they are married, so he must have done his job. But Curtis is here, and Curtis and I have had the pleasure of working together before. This is your normal shift, Curtis. You and yes. Dave Plyer, uh-huh. usually here at this time, and uh, so uh, good to good to be with you. Good to be with nice you. Nice to too. have you. Uh, nice to have you here. It's uh, a little. It'll be. Uh, you know, I won't have the big name guests that Dave has, but. Uh, We'll in, we'll endeavor uh, to to carry on. It's nice to have a little fun though, once in a while. Eh, I don't know who are you talking. You're not talking to management. <laughs> well, <laughs> anyway, that's a different story. Yeah, so it, it it should be a good time. You've never been part of an overnight arcade, I don't believe. Have I you? have not. No, oh, I'm excited. This is, oh my goodness! It's uh, Roger. Would you agree? It's a probably the most popular overnight radio quiz show in the history of the medium. 
I would say in the history of the world. Well, let's not get crazy. All right, history of the media. How many times have you posted about it on Facebook since the show started four minutes ago? Twelve. Twelve times. <laughs> uh, yeah, did, does, anybody, the night is young. does anybody ever tell you you need a different hobby? I know you have yes. grandchildren that you spend a lot of time with. I know uh, occasionally you like to golf. But it seems to me most of your time is spent on Facebook. Um, yes, it is. Yes, you spend a lot of time, and you seem to love the filters on Instagram. You love I was to say the filters. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, You're yeah, almost yeah, like yeah. A, vis- a Visco girl. Yeah. You are. Uh, you are I, very. That's for all the Visco girls out there listening to the show, putting on their big sweaters and their vans, uh, drinking out of their hydro flasks. They're ready. They love Eternals. They love uh, Roger. Loves Curtis. If you notices, loves loves the filters. He'll make himself oh, into oh, yes. kitty cats and Darth Vader. And uh, and if if you're lucky enough like me, where you follow Roger on multiple social media platforms, <laughs> you don't just get it on Instagram. You'll get the same thing on Twitter, Facebook. Sometimes yeah. all three. If you're lucky, you can yeah. get a jackpot that way. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it's not like it's not like he's uh, he stops with just one post that he puts on all three. No, it's uh, there's. Uh, well, if there's more than uh, one listen, filter, then I use more than one. It's there to be used. I've I. You know I love you. <laughs> I know you. But there's do. days that there's days that I want to block you on all the social media channels. I'm like, good lord. And then he posts oh. on. Then he posts on other people's posts. He, j- oh, yeah. he chimes in. Yeah. He chimes in because he's, he's too thirsty from not getting enough attention on his own. Post. He likes posting. Uh, was it gifs or gifs? He loves the, the gifs. Oh yeah, I'll uh, respond put, with those. Sure, oh, I'll yeah. put the gifs on yeah. there, and then uh, then if uh, you know somebody mentions anything that he's even peripherally uh, has an interest, he, he gets involved in that yeah. too, mm-hmm. waving his hands with a gif. Hey, hey, hey! Don't forget me. But, I'm uh, I'm still on social media. But the ultimate is yeah. the ultimate honor. That I bestow on others uh, is to uh, include you in one of my jib chaps. Oh God, no! <laughs> yeah, that's weird. Uh, uh, oh, somebody, that's, somebody claiming that, that you account. have two Facebook accounts, Roger. Uh, yeah, one is mine, my personal one. Sure. Uh, and then one of our friends uh, used to come see you on the overnights from I think it was. Uh, Minneapolis, St. Paul. He used to come uh, into the area. He started a fans of Roger Banish. Oh, right, sure. They uh... um, maybe a year or two after I started working with you. Yeah. Oh, I know who you're talking about. Yeah. 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 He came down once. Uh, big Star Wars or uh, Ghostbusters. Yes. Fan. Yeah. 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 He's got a, a Ghostbusters car. I mean, they they decked it out. He's he's like um, a diehard Ghostbusters fan. So uh, he started my fans of. So there's Roger Badish. So sometimes I'll repeat stuff on there. Now, I think it's funny that the fans of Roger Badish page is pretty much uh, just taken over by Roger. Because he is the ultimate fan of Roger (laughs) Badish. Uh, Roger is Curtis. I don't know if you know this, if you're aware. I, I so have been aware, yeah. It would, be like, it would be like if you started your own fan club and then just did all the, you know, po- posted you're everything the head yourself. Member. Yeah, I'm the, oh man, I'm the biggest member of my own fan club. Really? Okay, well, that's... Uh, well, I just, of- you know, I will post things about the show. I try not to post much else than things about <laughs> Roger, the show. Roger also has a um, a monthly board meeting. Decides <laughs> With me, myself, to, and yeah, I. Decides what filters. He's, <laughs> yes, he, what fil- he plans out his social media strategy for the week. Really, he honestly oh, got, he should be, he should be a social media guy somewhere because it's all, I could, you're right, I could yeah. see a big board, big dry erase board, and it's all the different filters, and then it's, you know, uh, 
Grab All in favor of the your... vampire for Halloween week? Aye. 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 <laughs> then I'm going to go, oh, how many jib jabs will be there? And then what hosts, what hosts might I be working with? Now I must monitor. I have to have a separate person who monitors their pages yeah. mm-hmm. so that they can say, oh, well, He's going to be on X about. Hey, Roger, you're going to be you're overlapping by 38 seconds. You should probably post something about this. <laughs> oh, I will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Doug Meyer. Doug Meyer. Yes. Doug Meyer's Doug the guy Meyer. who started up. Great guy. Yeah, he loves you. Which I, you know, he he came I, to, originally. He came down to see you. Well, sure, Roger. I'm I'm. The I just had to be a I'm the marquee note. name. I, I know I don't you know are. If <laughs> yeah. Don't get me started. I know. Uh, I gotta take. I gotta take my marquee somewhere else. I think. Um, but um, you know, I got gotcha. you. We're all. It's all good. It's all fun. No. And, you know, when you retire, you tell me what you're doing. <laughs> you know when I'm going to retire? <laughs> when you're 102. No, when six guys carry me to a hole. That's oh, when. I, that's the only way I get to retire. Uh, hopefully sooner than later. Let's be honest. Yeah. Uh, Jerry, thank you, Jerry, texting in. It's good to hear, hear me back on the overnights. We did. This is what I tell people all the time because they'll um, they still ask about uh, the shift. The, you know, overnights overnights is hard, but people who don't know it now, you know it, Curtis, because you and Dave are on here all the time, and Matt knows yep. it on Friday nights, uh, and we knew it for a long time. People think, oh, overnights, who's there's nobody listening. You know, oh, there's just uh, uh, and that nope. could could not be further from the truth. Oh yeah, and the the stereotype of who they think is listening could not be further from the truth. Because a lot of people go, "Oh, what's it just like old shut-ins?" They go, "No, it's not not at all." There's a lot of people listening, and they're very loyal because once you uh, once you earn their uh, trust and uh, they decide that they like the program, they stick with you. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, uh, through. Good stuff through not so good stuff and uh, yeah so that's uh, it's uh, good to be back. Yeah, a lot of third shifters that uh, right. listen. We've a number of them have called in from work over the years. So uh, yeah, those got, people, people who can't cops, sleep, firemen, bartenders, sure. restaurant yeah. people, uh, people who are either like you said, third shifters mm-hmm. are getting off work or they're going to work. Mm-hmm. It's, so yeah. All right. Well, listen. We all know. We all know who's listening. We're glad you're listening. I uh, I have the big question of the day. Not even, not as big as yours last night, Roger. Uh, you know, oh, do you set the clocks right. ahead yeah. before you go to bed or after you get up? That mm-hmm. was scintillating. But uh, <laughs> talk about, uh, I had to do something today that I'm not a fan of. I had to rake, but then I heard people saying you shouldn't rake. So we'll talk a little bit about that and then uh, a whole lot more. Let's do this. It's WGN. All right, Brian Noonan back in the overnights until 5 o'clock. In for Dave Plyer, 312 if at any point you want to get involved in the program, that's how you do it. All right. So today, you know, I had all the Halloween decorations up. So today it was nice. I thought, all right, let's get those Halloween decorations down. And then it was time because the snow came and uh, it is fall. And I do love the fall, but the leaves fall come down. Mm-hmm. Well, the snow exacerbated that situation. So my entire front yard and the sidewalk and everything was a complete blanket of leaves. And I was like, I can't, you know, I can't leave these like this. So I decided I'm going to rake. And then I'm I'm hearing people all the last couple weeks talking about, oh, it's not environmentally good to rake leaves. You shouldn't rake your leaves. Should you rake leaves? So I did a little research. Uh, Roger, I know you live in an apartment, so you mm-hmm. don't rake leaves. And no. Curtis, you probably live uh, at your you know, somewhere. Where do you live? I, you I got live, your own place? I have my own place in Lakeview, yeah. Lakeview, very nice. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I thought you lived with your parents. Maybe I used it's a to. flat brim hat. I used to. <laughs> well, we all used to live with our parents at some point, Curtis. Yeah. I, I mean, I used to. I don't to... know if some woman shot me out of her womb and I was right in a one-bedroom apartment, you know, <laughs> on the Lower West Side. 
Is there even a Lower West Side here? Sure. Who knows? Yeah, why not? Southern yeah. Lower Wacker. Southern, yeah, I was in Lower. <laughs> I was in Lower Wacker. In a little yeah. bu- little box. It's beautiful, <laughs> like a little box baby. Um, so d- you don't have to rake leaves either. No. So uh, here's the deal. Here's the long and the short of it that says, yeah, yeah, you're supposed to rake leaves, but only the the right way. This is the problem. They what? say people. They say people rake leaves. And they put them in plastic bags, which is contributing to the landfill problem. And because the leaves are in a plastic bag, they're not able to, they're not exposed to oxygen, so they can't break down. But they are still creating methane, which is a problem. So that, uh, so, you know, you want to rake leaves if you have, um, if your, comp- if your lawn is completely covered, like mine was today, like a blanket of leaves. Then you have to rake off most of it so that you can, so that the grass can get some sun and can mm-hmm. get, you know, a few leaves are fine. They'll break down and, and that'll be good. They said this was uh, according to the Weather Network, which sounded, oh, f- sounded, sounded good enough to me. Sure. I don't know. You know, I looked at a couple sources, but uh, there's only, there's really only so much research I'm willing to do on raking leaves. It's not like I'm, uh, you know, trying to find a cure for cancer or mm-hmm. figuring out what stem cells are going to work for arthritic knees. I'm just, yeah. a, you know, I'm just a guy who's going, Hey, should I rake my leaves? I was actually looking for an out. If I could have oh. said to my wife, hey, I'm not supposed to rake the leaves, she would have said, well, what do they do for concrete? Because they're all over the sidewalk <laughs> and the walkway to the house. What, what do they do? Well, Nothing for concrete. Then you would sweep sure. the leaves, not rake them. Sure. Well, so here's the deal. If you have some on your grass, that's cool. If not, you rake them up. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can chop them up with your lawnmower, and then they say put them in your garden. Because it'll bring the worms up, and the worms like are so, a mulch, like kinda? a mulch. Yeah, but uh, that's good in a garden. But it's not a complete cover of leaves is not good for your lawn. And if you're going to if you're going to rake leaves, have uh, use the you know the biodegradable bags, the brown. Uh, oh you know, right, the, the ones the city used to make available. I don't know if they yeah. still do. No, but. they don't make. No, the city doesn't do it, and they don't pick up. Like when I lived in Berwyn, yeah, you had a big lawn waste container. Uh, dumpster and so on garbage day they would come they would one sweep would be garbage one sweep would be recyclables and then they'd come through and get all the yard waste and when i lived in frankfurt you just raked your leaves out into the street oh you can't do that in chicago i'm well aware of that no uh so and the city and i know a lot of uh or some subdivisions do some suburbs do that then the the city comes around and they suck up all your leaves and they take they do whatever they do with them okay do well, people still have compost piles? Because wasn't that like a thing? If you put your like yeah. leaves into compost piles, wasn't that supposed to help? To- sure, dirty hippies do that. You know, they're know. out there with the patchouli oil, <laughs> compost heaps. No, some people do have compost yeah. heaps, yeah. but that's a lot of you know. Or or they'll have the the bin that looks like they're doing the bingo balls, where you're just supposed to go out there and you stir it up, and you know all the gas. I don't have time for that. You know, yeah. Uh, Mother Nature, Mother Nature screwed me over a couple times. I don't need to help her out with composting stuff. I'll, you know, I do my best. <laughs> you hold a grudge, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. I'm still mad at the doctor for smacking me when I was born. Uh, so yeah, like we could say I hold a grudge. I'd say so. Uh, yeah. Um, all right. So so that's it. I let's uh, let's do this uh, real quick because we're gonna have to take a break soon, and I don't want I don't want Curtis to be left in the lurch. So. We will remind you, do not start calling now. But after the news at 1.30, we are going to bring back the Overnight Arcade. So, uh, Curtis, having never done this before, I was trying to explain to him, uh, his job is fairly easy. All he's going to have to do is tell us uh, what callers we're going to look. So think about that, and then we'll right before we go to the news, you can uh, make that announcement. So if you want to play the Overnight Arcade, get ready. And before we go to the news, then Curtis will tell you... Um, 
what caller you have to be to play. All right, so I ended up I ended up doing all this raking today, and I made the decision that I would use the brown bags because that's what you have to do in the city. Okay. Because when I first moved to this house, I asked my neighbor about uh, you know when I was going out to cut the grass for the first time. Hey, what do you do with the yard waste? He was like, I don't know. I just mulch it. I was like, really? Okay. Uh, and then I asked somebody <laughs> else. They were like, we don't know. I was like, seriously, nobody wow. knows. I don't know what's going on. So I called the alderman or the ward office or ward whoever office. it is, mm-hmm. and they said, oh, yeah, you just put it out, you know, use those bags that you get at Jewel or Home Depot or Lowe's or wherever, wherever it is you get your brown lawn bags, mm-hmm. and you can fill it up. So, And where, you leave them out with garbage? Yeah, you put them okay. out in the alley. But see, here's the thing. I don't know uh, when the <laughs> I don't know when garbage day is, and I know recycling is over only every couple weeks, and I just put everything out in the alley Okay, and hope it's gone at some point. And I did call and get a second recycling bin because I was filling up, and since it didn't seem didn't seem like they were picking it up ever. Oh, really? But then now I've got two, and they pick it up all the time. Well, that's good. Well, yeah, they know you're oh, a good it's customer. Fantastic, now. sure, I'm yeah. a great customer. All right, let's do this. Then it's news time. WGN. Shall we play a game? It's a new game. Only this time, the game is real. Can you handle it? Everybody, play the game. I cannot control the volume of that. Uh, that seems odd. But it is the theme song for America's favorite overnight radio quiz show. Yes, it is the Overnight Arcade, back where it belongs on WGN in the overnight hours. I am your quiz master, Brian Noonan. With me tonight, uh, keeping score, Roger Badish. Uh, Curtis is in the booth acting as the judge and the man who's taking your calls and lining up our contestants. If you did not get through to play along with us on the air, then wake up someone in your home. We'll go next door, wake up somebody over there, because during the overnight arcade at-home wagering, not only encouraged, but expected. Oh, my goodness. They're all Already, they're already up on the line, but let's meet our first player. Ed is in Wheeling. Hello, Ed. Uh, good evening, Brian. And what do you do, Ed? Uh, I'm retired. All right. What you used to do, Ed? I used to be a mailman. You used to be a mailman. Do you miss being a mailman? Um, from what I hear about the job these days, no, I do not. Okay. Ever have a dog attack you? That's the uh, the uh, you know in, in, in thirty three years, never, never. See, but everybody thinks, oh, mailmen are getting attacked by dogs all the time. They Most people me. have their dog, yeah, and plus they have them in a fence, you know, behind the gate. Uh, all right, Ed, you are playing against Bob from Elk Grove Village. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. And what do you do, Bob? I am also retired. My goodness. And what did you used to do, Bob? I used to be a police officer. Oh, at least you didn't say mailman. I was going to say, you are just stealing Ed's answers, and I'm not a fan. Uh, you were a police no, officer. I was attacked by a dog. <laughs> oh, see? Now, at least you weren't attacked by a mailman. So you were a police officer no. in the suburbs or the city? In the suburbs. In the suburbs. Very nice. What do you miss most about being a police officer? And don't say free donuts. That would be that would be horrifying. <laughs> Pretty much it. <laughs> All right, very good. Uh, so, Bob and Ed, tonight we have brought back the classic overnight game, Tri-Bond Challenge. Here's how the game works. I give you three things, and you tell me what those three things have in common. For example, if I were to say fruit, cheese, and upside down, 
What do those three things have in common? They are all cakes. Fruit, cheese, and upside down. They are all cakes. I'll ask you a question. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your opponent gets the chance to steal. First one to five correct answers, or whoever is winning run time runs out, is the winner of the round. You understand the rules, gentlemen? Are you ready to play the game? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Let's flip it up and see who is first. And first, we will go with Ed. Ed has won the flip, and here we go. Ed, what do these three things have in common? Snow, corn, dandruff. They're all... Snow, corn, and dandruff. They're all flakes. Are they? Yes, they are. They are all flakes. Very good, Ed. That's how we play the game. All right, now we go to Bob. Bob, here we go. Mike Nesmith, Peter Tork, Davy Jones. They were all monkeys. They were all monkeys. That's how we do it, fellas. Roger, that's the end of the round. Uh, you want to uh, you want to practice being the scorekeeper? At the end of the first round, we have a tie score. Ed and Bob both have one apiece. Wow, Roger put on that announcer voice. Made me very uncomfortable. Caused a little distress in my intestines. Was that a, was that a filter? Was I don't a know what it was. Yeah, it's a visco. <laughs> All right, we come back to Ed. Uh, the tie game. Here we go, Ed. Wheel, lawn, rocking. They're chairs. Yes, Ed said that with a little tone in his voice, like, duh, they're all (laughs) chairs. That is correct, Ed. They are all chairs. I like how this game is going. Here we go. Uh, Bob, we come to you. Are you ready? What do these three things have in common? The phonograph, the kinescope, the alkaline storage battery. The... Phonograph, the kinescope, the alkaline storage battery. Boy, I have no idea. Ooh. No! All right, that means Ed gets a chance to steal Ed. (laughs) The phonograph, the kinescope, the alkaline storage battery. They have terminals? No, gentlemen, they were all inventions of Thomas Edison. All inventions of Thomas Edison. Sometimes the Tribon Challenge is tricky, Roger. That ends a round. We are now at the end of two rounds. Ed leads right now two to one. You realize this is not a phone sex game. This is just a, a regular old a regular old quiz show. I'm just uh, trying to emulate well, those quiz show announcers. You're trying I'm, something. <laughs> all right, back to Ed. <laughs> It's double dipping. <laughs> it's very strange. Concentration, perfection, operation. They're all board games. Awesome! Yes, they are all games. Very good. Okay, Ed, here we go. Ed? Or, or Bob. Bob, here we go. All right, listen, gentlemen, it's late. All right? I'm, I'm thrown <laughs> off by Roger. He's, he's in my head. All right, Bob, here we go. Former police officer, Elk Grove Village. This could be right up your alley. Hero, submarine, ham and cheese. They're all sandwiches. They are indeed all sandwiches, and that ends the next round. Roger. We are at the end of three rounds now. Ed still in the lead, three points to two over Bob. I like that better. It was more 2001. It was more Hal. That's what I oh, like. I'd like you to, gotcha. be, I'd like you to okay. be Hal for the all rest right. of the for the rest of the program. <laughs> I will try. Thank you. Good for you. Uh, all right, here we go, Ed. Huh? 
Add skin the cat, walking the dog, rocking the baby. Those are yo-yo tricks. Yes! Yes! Wow! Yes! That was impressive, Ed. No hesitation. Yes, they are all yo-yo tricks. Very good. Anybody besides me uh, old enough to remember when Duncan would come to his school and they would put on yo-yo demonstrations? I remember. I could not do any of those any of those tricks. I could do the one where you got it to go down and it kind of hovered there. And then you'd pull it back up. I don't, that was it. All right, Bob, here we go. You ready? I sure am. All right, let's find out. We'll see. Music, mail... Safe deposit. Music, mail, safe deposit. Music, mail, and safe deposit? Correct. Uh-oh. I don't know. Oh! All right, Ed, your chance to steal. But, Ed, let me say this, because it's always my favorite part of the game. You have four if you get this right. You will be the winner. Are you ready, Ed? I will repeat the question. I am ready, sir. Music, mail, safe deposit. I believe those are types of boxes. Good job. Keep up the good work. Yes, and mailbox was right in your wheelhouse. Yes, they are, in fact, all boxes, which means we have five. And, Roger, make it official. It is official. It is a sweep. Ed taking all five points. And, uh, well, that's Bob, not true, because Bob had two points. Well, he did, but, but Ed got all of his. <laughs> Ed got five. Plus one of Bob's. All right, listen, put all your right. head down. Ed got five. <laughs> Bob had two. two. Ed is the big winner of this round. Ed, congratulations. <laughs> Let me tell you what you've won. You've won a desktop indoor weather station brought to you by American Weathermakers Heating and Cooling. They are the 60-Minute Men. Call 855-955-HVAC. We're going to send that out to you, Ed. And, Bob, because I don't like anybody to go away empty-handed, we're going to send you a Lou Naughty's gift certificate. Hey, Bob, would you like to trade? Well, listen, you'll have to do that often. <laughs> that is ungrateful. How about you get nothing and like it, Ed? You'll get okay. nothing and like it. Uh, <laughs> oh, wow. That was, but take him off, uh, to put him on hold, Curtis. Ed, congratulations. Yeah, wow, we don't need that. Uh, Lou Malnati's is home of Chicago's best deep dish pizza. Find one of their 40 Chicago land locations or order online at lumalnati's.com. Bob, that's yours. And you know what? If Ed gets mouthy, I Curtis, give it. everything to Bob. If Ed if Ed starts getting a little gets getting getting a little chippy, you can give everything to Bob. Bob, congratulations! <laughs> Thanks for playing our game. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> bye bye. Oh my! Wow, that seemed that seemed a little ungrateful, didn't it, Roger? Seemed a little ungrateful. Yeah, I on think so. I you know think what? they thought that they could get away with that, and well, not it was just, on not this they, show. Just Ed. Ed. Ed uh, was the well, one. He still. wanted to. He wanted to get. Yeah. Not, you know what? Oh well. He won anyway. (laughs) I don't. I I think that round went well. It was very good. Think that round went well. So well, in fact, that we'll do another one. Oh my gosh! So Curtis, Curtis is busy talking to Bob. He's getting his uh, getting his information. But uh, just hold up a finger, Curtis. So what callers do you want for this round? He's (laughs) not that finger. No, no, really. (laughs) He really doesn't. All right. All right. So we're gonna go call callers. (laughs) 
<laughs> Call her two and three at 312 981 7200. Call her two and three, 312 981 7200. I don't make the producers do much, but I give it to them all at once. Yes. It's, they have very. <laughs> They don't have a lot to do, but when they do have something to do, it happens very quickly. Yeah. 312-981-7200. <laughs> Callers 2 and 3 will play the second round. You Now that you know how it works, are you ready to play the Tribon Challenge on the Overnight Arcade? Game on! Game on! Time to play the game! It is time for round two of everyone's favorite overnight radio quiz show. Yes, it is the return of the Overnight Arcade on WGN. You know who I am, your quiz master, the holder of the prizes. Brian Noonan Roger is here, Curtis is here, but who... Why is it that I can't control the volume out here, Curtis? That seems odd to me. Uh, all right, let's uh, find out who our players are, shall we? First, we say hi to Dave. Hello, Dave. Hello, Brian. Dave is in Park Forest. What do you do for a living, Dave? Brian, I am retired. Okay. What did you used to do, Dave? I used to be a mailman. Wait a minute. This is uh, this is odd. Roger, we've never had this before. Uh, never. Uh, never in all never. the years. And I've no. done the overnight arcade since 1945. Yes. And uh, never in the history of the game have I had two players with the same former occupations. Never. Yeah, this, this sounds, is the first time. It does sound like the first time. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not saying Dave was uh, taking uh, Ed's uh, answer from the last time. What do you miss most about being now? Is it uh, is it okay to say mailman, Dave, or should I say letter carrier? Well, I guess the technically correct way to say it would be a letter carrier. Okay, but back in the day, it was it was okay to say mailman. It sure was. All right, and what do you miss most about uh, about that job? Is it the long, one, the long, not hot one days? Darn thing. Not, not one, one thing. Darn thing. How long were you? Yeah. How long were you a mailman? Forty three years. Really? Holy cow! I think didn't well, Ed say it was like thirty some odd years know. for him? Well, listen, yeah. Ed's gone. Ed, uh, I, know, you know, I know. Ed's 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 last year's game. Yeah. This is Dave. Old mail. Dave's the Dave's the guy. All right, Dave. Well, uh, congratulations on retirement. Let's see how you do in the overnight arcade against Julie. She is in Beecher. Hi, Julie. Hi, Brian. Julie, if you tell me you are a retired uh, letter carrier, I'm shutting this game down. <laughs> what you what What do you no, do, Julie? I, I've been a letter carrier, so. <laughs> so what 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 do you do, or what did you do? Um, I'm currently now an Uber driver. Oh, how's that going? It's okay. It just gets to be long days. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of days because they, they uh, tell you, oh, man, it's a side hustle. You're going to make a ton of dough. They don't tell you that you got to drive 23 hours to make, uh, you know, some dough. Yeah, yeah. You get you really if you want to really make a living on it, you got to drive a lot of hours. Yeah. Now, did you uh, did you have to invest in like one of those cameras so you can look into the back seats? So uh, any weirdos not back there doing God knows what? No, I thought of it, but I still haven't done it yet. Right. So. Well, be careful I, I out there, blessed. Julie. I know. I feel blessed. So, I, I so far I've had really nice people. Well, that that's I've good. Been driving around, so, and I think most yeah. people most people are going to be good. Uh, all right, so let's get to the game, friends. Here's what we're doing. We're playing the Tribon Challenge. We have brought this back. I am going to tell you three things. Those three things have something in common. Your job is to tell me what those three things are. For example, if I were to tell you. Here are your three things. Fortune, 
bank, and story, you would tell me they all have tellers. They all have tellers. That is what they have in common. So I will ask you a question. If you get it right, you get a point. If not, your opponent gets a chance to steal. First one to five correct answers, or whoever is winning when our time runs out wins the game. Dave and Julie, do you understand the rules? Are you ready to play? I am ready, yes. Okay. Again, Curtis, why can't I turn this down out here? I have no idea. All right. Maybe I'm trying we, to figure out, too. Let's see if we can talk to our good friend Dan Long and see if he can uh, he can tell us. I'll go without the music. We'll flip it. And Julie gets the first question. Here we go, Julie. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm nervous. How don't be, nervous? Ner- don't be nervous. This is... <laughs> okay. Oh, please. We're all friends here. Unless you start getting stomped, then we'll, we'll laugh a little bit. But here are your three <laughs> things. Gun, baby, talcum. Gun... Baby talcum. Oh, powder. Powder. That is correct. That is correct. See, that's how we play the game. We started off nice and easy. There you go. No need to be nervous. No need to be nervous. You know who's nervous now? Dave, because you got one correct, and Dave is about to take his first question. Are you ready, Dave? I'm ready. Marciano, Graziano, Balboa. How about Rockies? How about Rockies? That is correct. That is correct. Very nice. That's how we play it. Roger, the first round is done. Yes, Brian, the first round is done, and we have a tie score, one apiece. Very nice. All right, we go back to Julie. Julie, here we go. Lincoln, Ford, Dodge. That one was pretty easy, I'll tell you. But it doesn't matter. The answer is there. Here we go. Back to Dave. Dave. Rocky. Natasha. Boris. Rocky. Natasha. Boris. They're all uh, characters on the Rocky and Bullwinkle show. That is absolutely correct. Here we go. I seem to. It seems to be working now. I don't know what. Uh, I don't know. I see our fine engineers in it's there. The ghost in the machine. Everybody's staring at the equipment. Like, hmm. It's like when. It's like when I used to open the hood of my car when something would happen to it. I just stare at the engine, going, "Oh yeah, that, that's an engine." I have no idea what happens, but it's working now. All right, back to Julie. All right. Oh, here we go. Here we go, Julie. Let's see how you do with this one. Dinger, four bagger, round tripper. Curtis knows it. Dinger, four-bagger, round-tripper. Oh, goodness. Dinger? Can you repeat them again? Sure. Dinger, four-bagger, round-tripper. I, I, uh, I don't know that I really know the baseball. Uh, mm, oh! No, no. That means, Dave, you get a chance to steal this one. Dinger, four-bagger, round-tripper. Uh, they are all things that you would call a home run. Yes! Yes, they are all terms oh, for a home run. You were close, so I Julie. Was in the right area. You were, you were in the right area. <laughs> you were on the right diamond, just at the wrong base. All right, that yeah. means Dave stole that one. We stay with Dave. Uh, could take a commanding lead right here, Dave, with this one. Could take a commanding lead. Bubble Jet, Dot Matrix, Daisy Wheel. Bubble Jet. Dot Matrix Daisy Wheel. Oh, 
gonna uh, would they all be types of printers? Would they all be types of printers? Nice. Nice. Yes, they would all be types of printers. Very good, Dave. Dave ends this round big. Roger, what's the score? Well, Brian, we're at the end of three rounds right now. Dave has taken a commanding lead, four points to two. All right, commanding lead. This is your chance, Julie. You can come back right now. You can narrow the gap. Are you ready? Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Julie, I'm going to tell you, as far as confidence goes, that that didn't do it for me. But we'll see. Tony Oscar Grammy. Tony, Oscar. They're all awards. They are. Nice. Yes, they are all awards. Be confident, Julie. You knew that one. All right. Now For we two come points, to points, right? Oh, sorry. Unfortunately, not. So now we come to Dave. Dave, you have four. You get this one right. You're the big winner. You get it wrong. Julie gets a chance to steal and tie things up. Are you ready? I am ready, sir. Thank uh, you. All right. Here we go. The Statue of Liberty, a welder. An Olympian. The Statue of Liberty, a welder, an Olympian. I think I let Julie back in the game here. Uh, Statue of Liberty, a welder? A welder and an Olympian. I'll tell you, I really, I don't have a clue. I don't have a clue. I award you no points. And may God have mercy on your soul. All right, that means you get to steal, Julie, the Statue of Liberty, a welder, an Olympian. They all have a torch. Sweet. Yes, they Whoa. all have torches. Wow. That ties it up. All right, we Very have to. Good. We have time is. Oh no, tie. I think. <laughs> I think time is up. Where is where is the horn? Uh, anyway, yes, time is up because we have to go to a break. The game is going to end in a tie. It's going to end in a tie. I know, it's like kissing your sister, uh, (laughs) unless you live somewhere where you like kissing your sister, but that's not neither here nor there. I'm going to give you both a Lou Malnati's gift certificate for playing our game and doing such a wonderful job. Lou Malnati's, home of Chicago's best deep dish pizza. Find one of their 40-plus Chicagoland locations or order online at loumalnati's.com. Dave, Julie, thank you for playing the game. You were lovely contestants. A lot of fun. Enjoy your pizzas, and uh, thanks for playing our game. Thank you, Brian. Stay on hold, folks, so uh, Curtis can get all your information. All right, that's it. Let's do this. Then it's news. All right, it's Brian Noonan on 720 WGN here until 5 o'clock. You know, if you listen to me at all, you know I love to uh, talk about beer. I love to uh, promote new breweries and uh, exciting things are happening in the craft beer industry all over the country, but and really, really in Chicago. And a new brewery is uh, coming on the scene with another great story. And that's why I like talking about breweries, because behind every brewery is a great story. Because it's not just about the water, the hops, the yeast, the malts. It's about the people who are creating this. And uh, Jose Lopez is in the studio. He and his brother Javier are the founders of Casa Humelde Cervaceria Artisanal. And uh, welcome. It's good to see you. Thanks Thank for coming you, in. Thank you. Appreciate I saw it. a nice piece on you guys in the Tribune the other day. And the exciting, uh, the exciting thing is that you have taken over the... Uh, as as a new brewery, you've taken over the fourth wall at uh, District Brewery Yards, which is a uh, a really cool experiment that uh, that's happening in the city with four different breweries in there. So forty different forty different tap beers and all different kinds of things. But you guys are a new brewery. So how all right? How does this happen? You and your brother, you grow up you grow up in Chicago, and all of a sudden you decide what you're going to start home brewing. 
Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, we've been drinking uh, craft beer for about the last 10, 12 years. Yeah. And, um, yeah, we're looking for, I was looking for a new career change. I was in music. Okay. And um, I was either going to become a chef, a cook. Nice. Or do beer. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> both yeah. both tough but exciting careers. Uh, yes. Very tough. Yes. So now you decide, okay, what what brought you into craft beer? Because as I was reading you guys, you like most of us, mm-hmm. you were drinking big the big beers, the mass-produced beers, and enjoying those, and it's fine. And then one day... You just have an epiphany. You tried you tried a craft beer and you went down that road. Um, yeah, specifically for me, it was uh, Gumball Head that uh, okay. kind of changed the game for me. Before that, um, I drinking Modelo, Coronas, uh, yeah. stuff like that. I still drink it, still enjoy them. Um, but uh, once I tried a Gumball Head, I popped so, up that there's more. To there's beer. more. There's yeah. more to beer than just this. Which is I. That's how a lot most people get into it. Correct. It's like, yeah. There's something. Wow. The, I liked what I was drinking before. But now there's something there's something else that's really kind of interesting to me. Yeah, some someone has everyone has that one beer yeah. that just yeah gets them there. And it took it. So now, all right. So that's a, it's a long way from trying your first craft beer and going, hey, this is this is great. To now, last night was your big debut at uh, district district brew, brew yards. Mm-hmm. So how does what, what's the what's the path? How do you get your brother involved? Um, or so was he was he was he the one who was pushing it first too? I, I initiated it, um, and yeah, it all started um, started looking into how it works, and we're like um, five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks. We can get a pretty much the whole kit, do it all on the stovetop, and then we started uh, reading more and more into it, and um, all grain brewing and all that stuff, and we decided we'd rather just start with all grain, okay, and kind of take it seriously. Yeah, and, yeah. What, and what's the for those who don't know what does that mean? So all grain, all grain uh, pretty much uh, you mill the barley or the wheat or whatever grains you're using, uh, versus uh, a lot of homebrewers start with um, extracts with syrups. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. So you're you're going to do it this way. And what was when you were starting out? What did you guys decide was going to be your path? What what did you envision your beers to be to make them unique from what else was out there? So kind of our style when when we first started, we didn't really have. A set path of where we wanted to go but we really enjoy kind of like saisons farmhouse style beer okay. stuff like that um so we knew we that's kind of where we wanted to start kind of more easier drinking uh, more approachable beers for everyone yeah so that's kind of where we're still at just playing around with uh more latin ingredients okay yeah but still approachable drinkable um some more crushable than others but, yeah but yeah that's kind of our vibe and it it's a big deal being one of the very few Latin-owned breweries in the city. It is, and we're in great company with uh, Five Rabbits, with uh, Cruz Blanca mm-hmm. as well. So we're happy to join those guys and keep uh, pushing this forward. Yeah, is it? I know the the industry is very supportive of yes. each other. Oh, it is. Is it? Uh, is it uh, a more a tighter knit group when you're talking. Did you talk to the people at Five Rabbit and Cruz before, or as you were getting started? Did they reach out to you and go, "Hey, this is this is cool. We need more. We need more uh, Latin-owned breweries." Yeah, as we were getting started and uh, started releasing our first two beers, we did in August at uh, okay. Brew Yards. Um, the Five Rabbits guys actually came by, uh, showed us support, even brought us uh, some of their beers, and um, yeah, they came out. But before that, we didn't really reach out. We were just kind of doing our own thing. Yeah. Yeah, but always supporting them as well. We, we love what they're doing. So how do you know it's time? Uh, you know, you start, like you said, you started home brewing, mm-hmm. and you, 
how how did that go at first? What was what was the first one you home brewed? And is that is that a beer that ended up being what's on one of your uh, is that one of your staples now? So the very first beer we actually brewed, we messed up the recipe completely. <laughs> the equipment we had, we put some parts backwards and had to throw out about thirty pounds of grain. Oh jeez, yeah. But after that, um, our saison is one of the first ones we brewed and that we kind of uh, perfected. Okay, and that's uh, today. That's uh, our starting part of our starting lineup it's called a campesino okay and yeah. so that's you are you when you you said you'd like saisons mm-hmm. the farmhouse house are you look were you looking at somebody specific and not not copying their recipe mm-hmm. but going we kind of like what they're doing so as you said you want to keep some of your you know the the latin ingredients we kind of like what they're doing so this is what we do or do you just you see the old recipes and you just start completely from scratch uh, kind of a little bit of both. Um, we're real big fans, as a lot of craft beer drinkers are, of um, breweries like uh, Hill Farmstead in Vermont. Okay. So those places where they make great farmhouse-style beer, saisons. So we kind of know where we had a, like a start where we wanted to get to. Okay. And, um, yeah, pretty much just looking up recipes, reading books, and started tweaking uh, to kind of our specs, our taste, um, different yeast we were playing around with, and kind of tweaked it until we enjoyed it. And now, who who was testing it out? Who was you guys, obviously, you, mm-hmm. and, you and Javier are, are testing it. Go, yeah. All right, we like it. Then, I'm guessing friends and family. So when do you know, okay, our friends and family, they'd probably be honest with us. If this, if this was awful, yeah. they'd tell us. So how do you know it's time to make that next jump? Uh well, after about four years of um, testing out recipes and developing some that we're really happy with, people like, we would do a lot of events, uh, okay. art shows, all that stuff, and kind of get feedback. We have our close group of friends that will tell us, yeah, this is this is not good. It's not working. Or, 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 or it's, yeah, it's not working. Yeah. yeah. So when, now you, you, you perfect the, the Saison. Mm-hmm. You're like, all right, this is, this is our, this is number one. Yeah. Then... I, I'm always amazed by brewers. Uh, I always say they're like mad scientists because mm-hmm. they, you're coming up with all different things. When I think it'd be hard enough to come up with one great beer, yeah. but then to come up with a second and a third and a fourth. What's uh, what was the what was the steps to get into the second one? And what was the second one you guys created? Uh, second one was actually a stout. Okay. So my brother Javier, he was very big into Bourbon Counties, yeah, uh, the Goose Island stuff. So we kind of wanted to do something with uh, cacao nibs, vanilla. So kind of very traditional now uh, with modern stouts yeah. that's added to them. But, uh, yeah, the next one was a stout that we did, uh, about 8.5%er, okay. that um, we really enjoyed. So from there we moved on to, like, porters, to um, lagers as well. We yeah. enjoy lagers. So Vienna lager was one of the next ones okay. as well. Yeah. It's, and how long – so before you got to uh, District Brewery Yards mm-hmm. – you guys were doing it yourself. So how big a how big a place did did you need or do you have to? Well, our it's uh it was actually a second floor of our parents' home. Okay, yeah, we rented the second floor. Oh, very nice. Yeah, and that's still where we do our test. That's batches. where you do your thing. Yeah. Now, I know you said you didn't have any background in beer. You mm-hmm. were you were in music and uh, thinking about going into becoming a chef. Did uh, did Javier have any background in beer? Uh, no. no, no. So this is just complete. Yeah passion project uh, yeah i had a i was doing music and also food distribution so i was okay. working for some meat companies um so i was always into food into beer into pairings all that stuff yeah so that kind of helped drive it as well 
Jose Lopez is here. He is one of the founders of Casa Humelde Cerveceria. You can go to com. They are also the fourth wall at District Brew Yards. You can go to districtbrewyards.com. Uh, when we come back, you can tell us some about some of the uh, other beers on your lineup. I want to talk about District Brew Yards, how that came to be. Uh, so we'll do all of that on the other side. It's 720 WGN. I never know when you're going to play some crazy bump music, Curtis, but I enjoy being on my toes. We are talking to Jose Lopez. He is one of the founders of Casa Humelde Cerveceria Artisanal. You can go to CasaHumeldeCerveceria.com. Am I saying that incorrectly, Jose? Ah, uh, that is perfect. Yeah. Well, yeah. thank goodness. <laughs> I was like, uh. Um, where did the name come from? How did you and your brother Javier decide on the name? Because I know it was something different at first, correct? It was. At first, uh, we had the name Auxiliary Brewing. Okay. Um, and just over time with uh, the ingredients we wanted to incorporate, it just kind of didn't fit. Yeah. So early this year, we decided to finally change the name. Okay. And um, yeah, uh, Casa Humilde is pretty much based on the, the way we were raised. And funny enough, we were brewing at home. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? so Very it, nice. It just kind of fit perfectly for us. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, so now you said you were working. You you left music and the other stuff, and you were working at a brewery too, uh, as you guys were developing Casa Melde. So uh, that had to be that had to be a big help, right? Because the craft beer. Even though everybody's in competition, everybody needs you know wants their share of the their piece of the pie. Yeah. it does seem to be a very supportive group of individuals. It it is yeah that the brewery where I was at, um, they showed me nothing but support. Even uh, from day one when I started, they kind of knew the plan already. Yeah, that then my next step was to get our own project going, and they were supportive from the get go, helping us uh, sometimes with ingredients, with uh, tips, advice. Nice. On, on buildings, on um, uh, leases, just so much stuff, yeah. So what's the... Now, we're going to talk about District Brew Yards mm-hmm. because you guys had your official debut there last night, which is very exciting. Uh, what's... What's the long range plan? Your own your own brewery and tap room. What what are you what are you guys thinking down the road? Uh, yeah, uh, down the road um, we're shooting for our own space eventually. Yeah. Um, our own tap room, uh, brew pub uh, with a uh, focus on a, with a kitchen. Yeah, yeah, focus on uh, Mexican food. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, so Campesino, you said, was the first one. That's your saison. Yes. Then uh, some of the other. Tell us some of the other beers in the. Uh, in the uh, Casa Humilde collection? Um, sure. We have our Mexican lager, which is called a Maisal. So it's a um, Mexican lager that we brew with corn. Yeah. That's become, over the last few years, a much more popular beer. It it's, it's great because it goes yeah. with everything. It does with, with food, um, with pretty much anything easy drinking. Yeah. Ours comes in at 4.7%. Okay. So, so it's gonna have a definitely few. crushable. Yeah. yeah. Very nice. So we got those two. Uh, yeah, we've got another one called Cafecito, which is our coffee porter okay. that we um, do with a uh, Colombian blend, a light roast that we really enjoy. So nice. we incorporate that. We have uh, Nopali, which is our farmhouse ale that we do with prickly pear. Ooh, okay. We've got that. Uh, Mesita is um, a series we're doing where with different infusions. So this one we did with hibiscus okay. for the first release. And that that's, seems to, that's an ingredient that that seems to be gaining in popularity across not only beer but tea everything. Everybody's got hibiscus, yeah, like like all over. Yeah, it's, what is yeah. it about hibiscus that lends itself to to be a good ingredient for beer? 
Uh, for us, it worked well with the table beer because our table beer is a three point four percenter. Okay. So it and uh, what explain explain what a table beer is? Uh, just easy drinking beer. Sometimes okay. we like to describe it as a kind of like a mini saison. Okay. You know something easy drinking. Um, have uh, with friends a barbecue with dinner. You can have a few of them. Uh, and this one body's light enough where it kind of works with infusions. Okay. So with hibiscus, uh, we tried it and we fell in love with it. So that's one of the first ones we released as well. That sounds cool. Yeah. And what was oh that's a kapali was a prickly pear. Uh, no pali, yeah. And what is uh, the neblina? So neblina is our version on a kind of a hazy. Okay. So um, sometimes we describe it as a baby New England. <laughs> uh, so it's a uh, five point seven. Um, not heavy, not too sweet, um, light body, but still has a nice haze to it. Very cool. Yeah. Now let's talk a little bit about District Brew Yards because mm-hmm. that's a really unique space. And for you guys to get in there as their fourth wall, that's a pretty big deal for a small brewery. Uh, it is, uh, yeah. Um, we love the concept from the get-go. Um, we came across them through um, the brewery I was working at, actually. Okay. They put us in contact with uh, the guys from Burn City. Okay. And uh, we came in, talked to them, saw what they were doing. And uh, we kind of had in mind we wanted to make some beers, so we talked to them. We liked the concept. We so did. what is that for those who don't know District Brewery Yards? What is the concept? So it's four breweries uh, in one building. So yeah. um, all sharing the the brew house. Okay. Um, each brewery has their wall with uh, ten taps. All right. And everything um, that's sold there on draft, it's also available in four packs to go. Oh, cool. Yeah. So it's a pour your own facility. So um, now, you, I've never been to one of those. How does that work? So you walk in. Um, they set you up with your card. Okay. And in front of each and each wall, there's a screen with, and each screen has two beers. Okay. So you insert your card, and you can try as from one ounce to pour yourself a pint. Okay. Yeah. So you can. That's because you know. For for people who are going to a new brewery, they mm. want to try stuff, but it's like I don't know if I want to try it. Hard a to pint. commit, yeah, yeah, yeah. If I if I haven't tried it, so it's not so you can small pour a small amount just yep. to taste it, and then go, oh yeah, this is and one. It's uh, this one you, I'm ready to get a full you pint. Step of. it up exactly. Very nice. Yeah. And so now it's uh, it's ten taps, but do, do you guys do you, do you have ten beer? No. So, so no, what are you doing? So we I was launched, say you have seven. Yeah. 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 So we uh, originally planned launch with seven, but our Nopali just wasn't ready in okay. time for yesterday. We're hoping it'll be done next week, so we launched with six yesterday. Okay. Very nice. Yeah. But eventually we will have the all ten taps filled. So it's it's you guys. You mm-hmm. have one wall. Yeah. And then there's three other breweries there. Ah, uh, there is a uh, Burnt City, uh, Round the Bend, and Bulldog. Very nice. And you all use the same. You all use the the equipment there. All yes. the, all the stuff. There? Uh, yeah. Everything. How, so how does that work? It, everybody's scheduled. Like you guys, Casa Umelda, You have you get to brew on Wednesdays, Thursdays. Exactly. Or two weeks from now, this tank is yours. Okay. Or, yeah, it kind of works oh, like wow. that. We all work together to. Kind of get what we need. Now, how long? How long are you guys there? Is uh, it is the fourth wall kind of a, a short term thing? Is it a, a year, six months? I uh, know we are actually there for about five years. Oh, so you're there. Yeah, this is yeah. this is your outlet for yeah. for a while. Yeah, for, oh, for a very good, good little while. Congratulations. Exactly. Thank you. That's nice because it's it's got to help for a small brewery to be. To be in this kind of artist community with three other breweries, you share all the costs. You share the overhead. Nothing. Mm-hmm. You can do your thing without having to worry about all that other stuff. Finding exactly. a, finding a space has got to be a nightmare. Oh yeah, yeah. We the last year and a half we've been looking, um, but yeah. Also, that helps the overhead, the startup, but also the uh, community uh, yeah. help from the brewers, advice from 
anywhere from sales to brewing certain beers. Uh, those guys have more experience than we do as far as like commercial brewing. Yeah. So they've been very helpful to us. Very nice. Now, do they have the canning facilities there and everything too? Everything gets canned there as well. Wow. Yes. So people can go in, like you said, they can go in. You can go into uh, district brew yards and you can have some Casa Umelde, cerveza, and uh, then you can take some home. Exactly. That's yeah. perfect. Mm-hmm. And they have food there and everything there too? There is food. Uh, the, it's a barbecue menu there. Okay. Uh, awesome brisket, uh, pulled pork, great stuff. So what are the hours at district brewery so uh closed on mondays uh tuesday through thursday it's 3 p.m to 11 okay. weekends are 11 a.m to 12 p.m and district brew yards for those who do not know i'm trying to uh find the address here it is uh, 417 north ashland in chicago go to districtbrewyards.com and for more information on jose and his brother javier lopez's casa umelde cerveza you can go to casa umelde cerveceria.com and go visit them at district brew yards it's uh it's always an exciting uh, story to meet somebody new because like i said and i'm sure you know this talking to everybody there's no small brewer who just came i'm going to be a brewer you all everybody came from somewhere else everybody was doing something else yes and this this passion took over and now you know now it's coming to fruition so Uh, now we're here and um just keep working hard at it very nice well congratulations best of luck good to meet you jose and we will uh we'll be drinking some of your beer at district brew yards very soon all right let's do this and it's news time wgn Running down a dream. Always. Tom Petty. Uh, unfortunately, I did not see... Um, I did not see the this text for uh, our guest, um, Jose Lopez from Casa Umelde Cerveceria. But somebody said, I'm a mad scientist, a chemist, grow my own hops, been brewing since uh, the late 80s. I hear younger people are switching to hard seltzers. Are there concerns that there are too many craft beers? And I can answer that only from research that I've done and because we do, well, no, we do uh, we do at the breweries on Sundays when we have Sunday shows, but, you know, football is very important. Um, but when we, we do at the breweries, and so... Uh, I know overall in the country, the craft brew numbers are up. Uh, craft brew sales are up. The number of breweries is still growing. Uh, last year, there were only a couple of small breweries that closed. So there is, you know, while every industry wonders when they're going to hit the tipping point, every time I've asked other brewers that have come in, aren't you worried that there's too many? They say, no, there's room for everybody. Uh, as long as you're making good beer, people want to find it. And the nice thing is, with a lot of these small breweries opening up tap rooms, they're they're becoming the neighborhood gathering place where taverns and bars and things used to be the neighborhood gathering places. These new tap rooms are taking over, and if you if you're lucky enough to live near one where these uh, people are making good beer, you go in there. There's a nice sense of community. You feel like you're supporting uh, local business, which you are. Uh, then you know a lot of them either either they'll have a brew pub where they'll have their own kitchen, or it's a tap room and they'll bring there's food trucks, or they let you bring stuff in. So the the long winded way of me saying uh, no, they they. Don't think there's too many. If you can brew a good beer and it's something unique, somebody's going to want to drink it. Are you going to ever get as big as 
Revolution or you know some of these other big breweries, Goose Island, Goose. Well, yeah, yeah. And now, and you know, people, people that all, oh, but you know, Goose isn't really independent. Listen, they they started. Uh, every their roots are still their roots are still strong. I still throw them as the as a craft brewery. Um, but yeah, you look at all the ones in town, and there's there's breweries opening all the time, and some will do very well, and some some won't. And some will be, you know, small and go to fest. And- yeah, and when he's talking about hard seltzers, I think he's particularly talking about White Claw. White Claw. Which has become very, very popular amongst uh, millennials. I don't think sure. White Claw is going to be as popular as... I mean, it, it's very popular now, don't get me wrong. Yeah, there, I don't and think it's going to last. Of, there's a lot of seltzers. Boy, everybody... Yeah. And it was for a while, and there's still a lot of ciders, but ciders were the thing, and yeah. seltzers are the thing. And, and people will drink those, but people will always be drinking beer. The, the other thing Beer's too never is, going away. The other thing, too, is about the atmosphere, is that if a brewery has a really cool tap house and mm. you know a place where you can go visit... You know that sort of thing. Yeah. Make, kind of make a little trip out of it, if you will. Yes, it's it's going to be more likely that those are going to stay up and running versus the seltzers. Yeah, it, you know, there's not a seltzeria. Yeah, know, I'm not going anywhere to where I'm going to sit around and watch them make seltzers. But that's not the you know that if that's what you want to drink, that's cool. I have n- no, I don't like them. I, it, but that's a personal preference. It's everybody can drink with that. I know people drink them because there's no calories. And yeah. very low carbs. That's like when people order uh, like vodka waters or yes. whatever stuff like that. Yeah, I don't water it down. Just grab a bottle. Go bottle service. Just drink your vodka right out of the bottle, like Roger does during the news. Um, just get mm. all. Excuse me, I got up. a refill. Yeah, it's listen. They, I know, I know. You go by that. Oh, vodka. We can't smell vodka. Uh, we can. Oh yeah, yeah. We can tell. Well, if you have enough, I can tell you are all geezed up. I did up. the old vodka. My dad used to do uh, vodka tonic. Really? Yeah. The only time, the only tonic, uh, gin and tonics, uh, I used to drink every once in a while, but only when I was gambling. So it would last a while. Well, it would yeah. last a while. Plus, I always felt very, uh, you know, James Bondy. Oh, but, was uh, it shaken or stirred? No, it was a gin and tonic. It was well, poured. And there was could... a swizzle stick and a lime brought to me by some scantily clad <laughs> barmaid. Well, you got the swizzle stick, so you I know. Listen, I, I just. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. Oh, it was like whatever said, they're bringing the for free. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> I'm very low maintenance. You know, even yes, though now, are. even though now, uh, sometimes when because I do like different beers and I've acquired uh-huh. a you know a taste for different things, I'll look at a mayor or I'll ask somebody about something. Oh, are you a beer snob now? No, I'm not a beer snob. I just you know I still have Miller Lite in my refrigerator. But I also have other stuff, and I, you know, if I can look and go, oh, what's this? What's this taste like, or what's that? Yeah, you know, because you can't always tell by a name, and you can't always tell by a, uh, can't always tell by a description. No, you know, because no. all these breweries they'll they'll give you these descriptions of their beer, and you go, oh, that sounds like it might be good, and then you get it, and it's like this is nothing like that has nothing to do with this. Yeah, what you just what you just described is not what is in this glass. And what I love about uh, at the breweries when you have it. Is and and because you've asked me to come in or allowed I have. me to you've come, come in, in. And no, I have sampled in. from some time to time. Yes, you have. And there have been. Uh, I'm a straight, uh, you know, Miller High Life Hams beer when I drink beer. Hams. Wow, are you? Drink. What are you drinking in 1958? Yes, from the land because of sky blue, sky blue waters. waters. Yes, yeah, yeah. I've told the story. I think uh, of how I had my too? first beer. No, yeah, it was at uh, the ball game. I think it was probably at Comiskey Park. 
Because in the early days, Dad would take us there with the company outing okay. to Comiskey Park to see a White Sox game. And the vendor would come around, and all the beers were in bottles, and they would pour them real fast into the paper sure. cups. And then there was there were tons that's how of the, foam. That's how the vendors would get drunk because Exa- they they always that's true. They would have <laughs> right. a, they'd have about a you know a half inch of beer in twenty four bottles. Right. So that you know when they took their empty case up, they'd have a, you know Got about the equivalent of a bottle of beer. So my dad would say, because he didn't want to have to deal with the foam in the cup, he would say, here, go ahead, drink the foam, but don't drink the beer. (laughs) And it wasn't until I got older and wiser that I am drinking the beer if you're letting me drink the foam. So that was my first initiation with beer. I like that story. Curtis, do you you, uh, imbibe at all? Um, this is not. There's no peer while. pressure. I'm not. No. I'm not judging either way. That's why I didn't say what was your first beer because I don't know. Some pe- people don't drink, and that's that's good if that's your choice. Um, I have had my first drink was probably oh man, twenty or just after my twenty first birthday okay. of some sort. Um, and I'm being serious. I'm not. Yeah, no, that's... I'm not BSing or anything like that. But no, my uh, my first drink was d- definitely like. Some cheapo like Miller Lite or Corona or something okay. like that. Nothing too out of the ordinary. Nothing fancy. Um, but I do go to a lot of breweries, though. Like um, yeah. One of my favorites back from the suburbs is uh, called Scorched Earth. Um, Where's that? That's in Algonquin. Okay. Uh, right off, you take Route 31, right, take 90 to 31, and then you just take it to Algonquin Road. It's just off of Algonquin Road. Um, really, really cool place. Uh, they have like trivia night and stuff like that. So my buddies and I would oh, nice. do stuff like that. Um, they have a lot of cool stuff too out there. Uh, yep. Another one is microphone. Microphone. I'm, we've had them on the show. Yeah, they're we know great. Microphone. Um, good stuff there. Yeah, lots of fun stuff. Out yeah, there. there's always there's there's great stuff everywhere. We uh, I was trying to think now that Roger brought up the first beer. I was trying to think of my. Uh, my fir- I, I'm sure the first one came before the story that I'm remembering because, you know, there was a back when I was real little uh, my that we had uh, when we would have big family dinners, you know, the adults would be having wine and there were mm-hmm. these tiny little glasses, uh, little snifter looking glasses that my mom and dad would pour a little bit of wine in if, you know, for me or my, which seems weird now that you'd give your kid wine. But, mm-hmm. you know, not if you're in Europe, everybody's drinking. Wine. Oh, sure. Well, it wasn't until we got older that they realized those little glasses held about as much as a full-size glass. Really? Yeah. So <laughs> we were getting liquored up. And then um, the first time I took uh, my own beer was right after my eighth grade graduation. We had had the big family party. Mm-hmm. And the next day, two of my buddies and I uh, went into the refrigerator in the basement and were able to go out the basement door with uh, three old styles. Ooh. Yeah. And we took them, we put them in our bags on our bikes, and we rode our bikes out, uh, you know, t- to this vacant area on the other side of the railroad track. It sounds like it sounds like I'm making this like a screenplay, but it's not. It was we went, and we climbed up this hill, and there was a thing. Yeah, so to wait for the train to go by. And one the of the guys. Cars, so know. we had, I think, what did we take? We took two or three beers. It wasn't a lot, and there were three of us. And um, so we're splitting these beers, and then one of the guys, uh, he thought he was very, oh, he was very grown up. He was going to do somersaults, because he told us somersaults uh, got you drunker faster. What? So he would drink, uh, we were, we were in eighth, just a graduated eighth grade, and oh, he was like, man. so I'm going to die. You guys don't do. He told me and the other guy. He talks to us. You guys don't do it because you haven't had beer before. But I've had a beer before. <laughs> so 
I'm going to drink this beer, and then I'm going to do some somersaults. Uh, but you guys don't, because you won't be able to handle it. And we're like, okay, I don't know if I could do a somersault anyway. You know, I barely got through gym class. So I was like, okay. And so there we are. We drink the old styles. And then he starts doing somersaults in the dirt. And I was like, what is going on here? Now, I thought I thought we had been slick and gotten away. But I guess uh, it, somehow my my dad knew that there were a couple of beers gone and again it was two or three it wasn't it wasn't like we took a case yeah but i well is he the only he was the only one in the house no he didn't no see he didn't even drink them he just what were they he always had them for because we had a party oh so they were always there for a party i got and he didn't really you know he would drink if we were at a wedding or something but he didn't he didn't uh, drink at home uh every once in a while my mom while she was waiting for us to come home she'd be in the kitchen listening to eddie schwartz with an old style Uh waiting for us to come home but uh you know so once they were in the refrigerator after the party we were like well nobody's really paying attention to this you know they're not numbering them we're at uh (laughs) so we thought we were we thought we were Good to go. Yeah, he you caught know. you. Huh? Well, I am going to do, uh, Curtis, I've changed my mind. I was going to wait and have one of the uh, the beers before, uh, when I got home. Yeah. You know, because now it's, you know, it's late and I'm kind of tired. But uh, maybe if I do some somersaults, we test out that <laughs> yeah, theory. we can do that. You know, because uh, God knows I can have a beer and have absolutely no effects. And, but, if, uh, and if you're looking for a little entertainment, go to WGNRadio.com and watch it on the Sure, watch me yeah. do somersaults. First of all, the fact that, you know, with my feet the way they are, yeah. to try to do a somersault. <sighs> Somersault. That's right. Uh, what, even if my feet were fine, let's yeah. be honest, I'm not doing a somersault. <laughs> There's absolutely no chance. Even though the hallways are long enough for you to, you know, once you get rolling. <laughs> Please. <laughs> once I get rolling, just open the door, press the elevator button, and I'm out. Because for some reason, our garage was not uh, available tonight. That right below the building? Yeah. The, I don't know the, if they sold out because the, the hot chocolate run is tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Right. Or uh, today. Today, yeah. later today. So I don't know, but it was the first time ever that uh well, wait you went the... underground you went to the underground entrance i it tried should to, I be tri- open I, I tried to get a spot on spot hero oh and it, it was not it was not available oh. yeah so i had to park elsewhere i know the did you go to the radisson no lot? i did not no because that's the other one that come over to I the aqua that's... where i parked. yeah but yeah. see the aqua all right let's all right we'll do this real quick because this is very inside baseball so i don't want to spend a lot of time on it no because we're talking about where we park yeah right. but that says it's only are we part of the approved areas for because you can park anywhere over there i know but when you pull up spot hero for that garage yeah it says only for people going to and then there's a long list of places and our address is not on there so i don't know if we're you know what you can say yes because it's all connected Mm, i don't know so I'm not going to say where I'm parking, but uh, let's just say I'll okay. be wandering the streets of the city. <laughs> uh, Again? Sure. <laughs> sure. Um, so I can walk to my house, which is now my car. Let's do this. Brian Noonan, 720 WGN, here until 5 o'clock. Uh, Roger, we're going to, uh, I want to talk to you in a little bit because I know next year you are going to... Uh, you're heading off to Disney, which is uh, very exciting. Well, yeah. there's uh, some troubling news coming out of Disney. <gasps> no. Yeah, it's always troubling news coming out of Disney. Not always, but sometimes. Uh, it's what their people have to go up with. After This is going to be fun. After 3 o'clock, we are going to talk about song lyrics that are 
the most misquoted song lyrics ever. We have 10, but I want to know yours. I have, uh, I have a couple that, uh, one that my wife misquotes all the time. She said she used to do it as a child is very, uh, which always makes me laugh. So we'll talk about that on the, uh, on the other side. But I know it's, uh, I know it's early in the morning. Uh, if you're still, uh, confused about what time it is, it's 2.51 now. You might be thinking, oh man, I stayed up till almost four o'clock. Nope, you only stayed up till almost three o'clock because it's uh, 2.52 now. Uh, daylight saving time has come to an end and now we are in Central Standard Time, and uh, I, I don't know. I don't know what that means for all of us. I know some people say you get an extra hour of sleep. Uh, some people... Only if you're actually sleeping. Well, some people are excited that the sun comes up earlier, but I, I would rather have the sun come up when it's been coming up and uh, have it stay lighter longer. I'm a lighter longer kind of guy. I want to... Uh, well, then that's I don't, the summertime. Right, but we yeah. could we could get rid of daylight saving time That's and true. and have our sunset at a regular time all year yeah. rather than now it's going to be dark at four o'clock and then you know then you feel it's six thirty you're like man I've been up it's it must be twelve o'clock at night mm-hmm. and it's all it, it's six thirty it's been pitch black for two hours this is ridiculous when I first started working this shift um in December of two years ago okay um I came home once from work. And slept in, and I woke up about 12 hours later, like about 5 o'clock. And this was when I was still in Crystal Lake, so I still had an hour and a half drive home Ugh. after working here. Yeah. Um, I once woke up at 5 o'clock and walked out of my bedroom, and the whole house is dark. <laughs> and it was 5 o'clock in the afternoon, yeah. but my clock was like, is it five in the morning? Because yeah, our what's Christmas happening? lights were still on. That's how I was okay. able to decipher. No, it's it's five p.m. because our lights turned off after I think it was like twelve thirty or one o'clock in the morning. Oh, man, um, but it, it does. It get messes confusing. with your mind it, after a while. It yeah. sure does. And this uh, anybody who works third shift knows this. The shift messes with you. It doesn't get easier if you work it all the time, but it's especially hard if you only do it a couple. You know, like I think you're saying once Dave a week. Plier messes with us. Well, I don't know. A little bit. Why? 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 I'm not throwing He's, Dave under the bus. I, well, I'm not either. I'm, I'm just, saying no. This time, it. this this messes with your body because like we're only doing it one day, right? Yeah. We're only, we're only staying up one day at a weird shift. So then, to try to get back on a normal routine, like I'm already thinking, all right, well, I'm going to get up. You know, I'm going to try to be up by eleven, so that I can be tired then by the regular bedtime. To go to bed Sunday night at a, at a, a regular hour, but I know tomorrow night I'll try to go to bed and I'll be like, "Well, I'm wide awake because last night I was wide awake," and yeah. so you know, so I'll start doing a show in my house to my wife and my dogs, and they they're not a receptive audience. They don't <laughs> they don't ever want to play the arcade. They don't want to listen to naked news. They don't uh, you know they don't like my uh, my tales that I weave. None of that. They're just like mm, they're try they're pressing an imaginary button trying to get to a hot hit station. Dogs are probably snoring on their little beds. Yeah, the dogs don't out. care. I like that you think I give my dogs little beds. That's very nice. I don't know what kind of dog you have. <laughs> I have huge dogs. Oh, okay. And bull mastiffs. Big... Oh, yep. Okay. No, I don't have bull mastiffs. But uh, no, the, the dogs basically sleep wherever they want. There is one dog bed in the house. Uh, they don't sleep on it though. Not really. One. What? It, it's a mattress that we used to have in a crate. The dog, you know, the big kennel, but yeah. the dogs don't need the kennels. But the mattress is there. 
because uh, one of them every once in a while will want to go and lay down. It's in the office, so if I'm working in there, she'll come and lay down. And uh, I like that I also pretend that I'm working from home. Uh, boy, I have a rich fantasy <laughs> life, don't I? It's, it's amazing. It's amazing. Wow. Uh, you know what I'm not imagining? What? National Sandwich Day, y'all. That's right. I threw some Southern flavor in there. National Sandwich Day is today. We are in the midst of it. We are in the thick of National Sandwich Day right now. Uh, now yes, Roger, where's our food? Yeah, Roger. Yeah, Roger. Wait, wait a minute. I thought you were the pizza guy. Is that only on Fridays only again? Only on Friday nights, because I don't buy it anymore. Oh, you don't? No. Who buys it? Bubala? Bubala buys pizza? He told me to save my money. What does he uh, have it delivered? What do you get? Yeah. Because Dominic's isn't here anymore. Yeah, I know. He's. We've got a uh, regular delivery place. It's you called Papanino's. They're open until four guy? in the morning. Really? Oh, yeah. it's only three. And it's not too far away. They're on Ashland. Is that right? Yeah. So and it's very good pizza. Very nice. Yeah. Does he get it on the cuff? No, no, we got to pay for it. Oh, yeah. well. Even though once they they um, uh, their oven broke one night, it doesn't make for good pizza. Not only uh, didn't they deliver, but we couldn't get them on the phone. They just never answered their phone and didn't have a message. One of those machines that say, "Sorry, our oven is broken." So we thought maybe they went out of business. But the next weekend, they apologized and they gave us a free pizza. That's very nice. Yeah, uh, Carrie from Sycamore sent in this text. Uh, Orion. Uh, the great Orion Samuelson, you know Orion, mm-hmm. Hall yeah. of Fame broadcaster, yeah. wonderful man. Uh, and I say that with all sincerity, unlike most things that I say. Uh, <laughs> so I do, Orion is a great guy. Yeah. Uh, he said his dad told him on the farm, daylight saving time is nonsense. It's like cutting off a foot of your blanket and sewing it back on the top. You still have the same blanket. Yeah, thinking it would get longer. That, right. That was his, yeah. No. Yeah. So yeah, it's uh, that's it. Anyway, so National Sandwich Day yesterday. Uh, quickly, oh, oh, we can go right up to. Uh, yeah, we don't have to take a yeah, break. So we got a minute. Um, we talked about the big sandwich wars. You know, the chicken sandwich wars. Yeah, we did that. Yeah, yeah. but here's a couple. Here's a couple of freebies Ooh. for National Sandwich Day. Now you might need an app, or you might need to sign up for uh, you know one of their frequent flyer clubs. But at uh, Corner Bakery, there, if you buy an entree sandwich, you'll get one free with a coupon. You can get the coupon at cornerbakery.com, cornerbakercafe.com. Jersey Mike Subs. I've never had one, but I've heard Ooh, they're very they're good. They're very good. I've heard. I what love what makes Mike's. them so good? Um, well, Is it they're slicing the meat right then? Is that. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of fresh stuff, a lot of okay. like deli style. Yeah. Um, I like to get their like uh, cheesesteak sandwiches. Ooh, that sounds tasty. Um, and yeah, they're they are very very good. Well, uh, through Big November sixth, uh, you can get two dollars off any regular sub with a coupon if you're an email club member. So you could do that. Uh, it's also going to be posted on the Change social media account. So you can go to Jersey Mike's, figure that out. Uh, Jimmy John's. If you're in the Freaky Fast Reward Program, and who isn't? Uh, you can earn free sub- a free surprise sandwich today with the order of an original sandwich. Uh, Portillo's is doing free delivery on all online Ooh, orders of ten dollars or more. Mm. Subway, relax. <laughs> you like Portillo's? Is that what we're getting from that? I haven't had a Portillo's in forever. I don't know what to, I, I like Portillo's, yeah. uh, but I can't go there because uh, every time I try to go to a Portillo's, yeah. the drive-in line they they have them oh, yeah. wrapped. Every location, it doesn't matter where, it's like they're giving the food away. Yeah, they have they have people lined up, and I know they they expedite it. They got a lot of people working the lines, mm-hmm. but it's daunting. Every yeah, it time is. you drive by a Portillo's, like oh man, I, you know what would be good a sausage sandwich. Oh man, holy god! Every car in the uh, <laughs> suburbs is here. What's going on? I don't know. What is happening? Very popular. They are very popular. Yeah. You know, you get a little of the chocolate cake. Maybe you get yourself a chopped salad. Whatever you, it is you like at a Portillo's. Uh-huh. 
Curtis, you look like you wanted to add well, something? Well, I was going to say, do, 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 are they doing hot dogs? Because I know the, the, there was a question, you know, a hot dog a sandwich. Do they consider hot dogs in that? Well, they day? do have a hot... Oh, sandwiches in this uh, international know, sandwich, sandwich day. day. Is it, is, are I don't, hot dogs included? In no, this? I don't think... I don't see any... And, and there's a lot of different chains that we don't have here. But nobody is offering a hot dog deals on National Sandwich Day. So that's it. All right, mm-hmm. news next. WGN. There we go. That'll wake you up. That'll put some starch in your collar. Is that Springsteen? No, who is that? That is uh, the band uh, Bleachers. Oh, yeah, I never heard of them. I got all their albums. What, do they have albums? <laughs> One or two albums? Got them on vinyl. Was that right? Downloads. Sure. No, I-, I was asking you. You got them on vinyl? Oh, always on vinyl. Everything's on vinyl. Everything's on vinyl. <laughs> That's coming back. It's going to be, I wish I hadn't thrown out the milk crates of albums that I had in my mom's garage. But, either way. Uh, Somebody, we were talking about National Sandwich Day right before the news. Somebody texted in, uh, Curtis was telling us how much he loved the good Jersey Mike's. They're saying it's the bread. The texter from the 704 saying the bread is the... See, the bread is the key on any sandwich. Let's be honest. That and Jimmy John's, I think, have great bread. Jimmy John's bread's okay. Uh, I like a more, I like a, a sturdier bread. You know, you go to a, you go to like um, most of the most of the fast fast sandwich places, and the bread is real soft. I like a nice harder bread, like more of an Italian kind of bread. Ooh, there you go. You know, a baguette kind of thing, a little a little thicker, a little hardier. That's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking for, Curtis. I want a little uh, something, a little heft to my bread. <laughs> hefty bread. Yeah, if it's going to hold a hefty, sandwich hefty, together. Hefty. Yeah, yeah, not wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. You know, I'm not going to get a bag of, you know, some bagged bread at the Jewel where everything sops through the middle. That's why I put a lot of my sandwiches on toast. Because it gives, it makes it a little, you know, if nice I make it something at cheese. home. Yeah, sure. Well, anything. Because the, yeah. the, bread's, the bread's sturdier. Your condiments don't soak through. Because, uh, listen, if you're of a certain age, or maybe, you know, even now, you remember, Roger, getting like a bag of Wonder Bread or Wholesome Bread oh, or, yeah. or whatever silver cup, mm-hmm. whatever kind of bread you would buy at the grocery mm-hmm. store. And you'd put stuff on there, and it would seep through. Well, sure. sure. You would have to, you'd put it on, and then you have to race right. to eat the bread without getting it soaked through to your hands yeah. and down your sleeve. And, and oh, yeah. Oh, man. Sure. You know, the worst days were the days you were out of hamburger buns. And mm. your mom was like, we'll just put it on bread. Yeah. No, that was that's the worst. It's just, it's just like a worst. bun. No, it's yeah. not just like a bun. It soaks right through. Right. Now I got yeah. this meat mush ball mm-hmm. that I'm trying to de- yeah. devour. That's when I that's when I started the toast. Yeah. And right. the worst thing about that is that it would start soaking through so much that all the unsoaked bread around it would suddenly fall away. Sure. So it now broke you just away. you had a ring of crust <laughs> yes. and then this glop on yeah, your plate. Exactly. But if you toasted it, you gave yourself an extra minute, minute and a half. Easily. Yeah. You know, yeah. It's a lot of work. A lot of work to eat. It's just <laughs> too much. So use the drive through and sit and wait for an hour. No, I can't do it. I, just, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, somebody texting in wanted to know how replay was if we made it home. Uh, <laughs> then they realized they texted the wrong number. I love oh. it. I love it. Right. We get all we. I've I've been in the midst of a lot of fights. People oh, really? Fight. Yeah, sure. Because they don't know they they think they're texting somebody else, but they're texting us instead, and we enjoy. Do you it. egg them on a little bit? Sometimes? No, I never uh, get involved no. in. That. Okay. No, okay. no, 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 all no. Right. no. This is business. We're, uh, you know, I can't use the business no. the business line for yeah, tomfoolery. I hear, I hear you. All right. We've got uh, 
Beth wants that we are uh, Curtis is putting someone up. We now we're I have a feeling we're going to veer into sandwich talk, Uh-oh. which is always fun. That's what I love about this time of day. Uh-huh. Because really any time of day, but in the during you know during the day shifts they. They want you gotta uh, let's move it along, move it along. Everything's move along. fast. Yeah, do a yeah, couple. Yeah, do it yeah. just, we don't want to go back. Just uh, we don't care. But uh, here, I love talking to people like Beth. She's been hanging on. Hi, Beth. Hold on. Where is that? No, there we go. Hi, Beth. Hi, Brian. So what's going on? Um, well, I'm a maternal okay. head of the household. Well, you know what? Sometimes you think you're going to make something, and you think that you still have the bread, so you have to use another bread. Right. Yeah. And do you remember George Carlson used to say, don't use the end of the bread? Oh, I love the the ends of the bread. The heels of the bread is the best part. That's you can make a hamburger bun out of that. I I have. Sure, everybody has. You got it. Okay, well, they let me in, but I want to tell you I heard you moonlighting. I'm in Wisconsin. Oh, yeah? Yeah, I heard you on six twenty about a year ago. Oh yeah, I was on uh, I was on TMJ WTMJ for a couple of years. Yeah, and you know what the thing is is that I haven't heard you in so long. Yeah, I haven't. I, I well, keep listening. You never know where I'm going to pop up. Well, oh, see a pop chart. That's good, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> wow! I want to come. Is that a pastry? To, uh, no, I'm going to come to Beth's house. She's making sandwiches on pop tarts. Sounds <laughs> sounds good. A little pas- pastrami Whatever on a nice strawberry frosting. As long as there's nothing green on it, give exactly. it to them. Exactly. Sometimes <laughs> you get you eat what's in the house. There's always something in the house. Beth, thank you for the call and key. You know, like I said, you never know where you're going to find me. But I appreciate you Let always checking it out. Yes, patty melt. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say Reuben sandwich and goodbye. Oh. I don't know, I love, Beth. I love you. I, you're, it was going. It was going a lot of different directions, and I uh, I enjoy that quite frankly. Patty melt is a good. Anytime you get it, you know. But again, a patty melt. Mm-hmm. Yes, you're putting a hamburger uh, on toast. bread, but the bread is toasted. That's right. The bread has you know. That's why I've had patty melts where they didn't really toast the bread. It's a it's it's a failure. Yeah, it's a sandwich fail, as the well, kids you like to say. Deal with with the cheese melting too much on it too. stuff goo oh, coming through the bread. Gosh, you know what? Now I want to go you down put to condiments on it to Denny's. No, to oh. to New Orleans and get a po' boy. Oh, po' boy, that's a good bread right there. That's yeah. a good roll right there. You know who else? Uh, 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 Bari on Grand Avenue makes a good Italian yeah. sandwich. Oh, they make a good sandwich. Now I'm getting hungry. Really good. Yeah, we don't, last hungry. night we had food. Tonight we got well, no food, and you know, Roger doesn't funny. order are you, pizza. Are you a fan of pretzel buns? On like burgers and stuff, um, sandwiches, stuff like that. Here's the thing with a pretzel bun, Curtis. I'm not. A, Just I'm, curious. I'm not opposed, and that's okay. You're you're a man with an inquisitive mind, and I always have an answer because I, you know, I have a lot of thoughts. Yeah, I have most to, people I have don't ask. care what I have to say, so that's why I have this show, <laughs> and that's why I force my opinion on everybody. I like a pretzel bun, but sometimes in some places the pretzel bun overwhelms the burger or the sandwich. That's fair. So. While I have nothing against a pretzel bun, I would uh, uh, go to war with a pretzel bun. Um, sometimes I'm like, it's too much. It's especially places where, if you're going to have a pretzel bun, you better have a good size burger. You better have a nice, thick, juicy burger that you're still going to get. I still want to get the meat. I still want to get the flavors of everything. I don't want to just taste bread. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So mm-hmm. there's my there's my thought. I like a nice toasted brioche if I'm going hamburger. Ooh, there quite you go. frankly. 
That's there you go. <laughs> bread talk. Brioche. That's what we do. We, we like bread talk. Uh, Natolian Sons, 7,500 block of Belmont. Best Italian subs ever. Good Italian bread and really reasonable prices. Um, in your lunch bag, the apple... We get a lot of... Uh, a lot of texts about sandwiches. In your lunch bag, the apple would squish your PB&J and leave a big dent in it. That's why you got to put the apple on the bottom. Yeah. You know, when I'm substituting, I bring my own lunch because you're going to school. The heavy stuff goes on the bottom. Always. You got to put your carrot and your bag of carrot or your apple and your bag of carrots on the bottom. Mm-hmm. Then your sandwich, then your chips. That's how right. you. That's how you Light stack stuff it on up. Top, yeah, right. Stuff Just on the like bottom. when I was a bagger at a grocery store. Yeah. You didn't put the bread and the eggs on the bottom and then drop the soup on top of it. <laughs> they do it, that's a, but who? they're wrong. I mean, who does that? I got some baggers that I. That's why I, you still go to. You still use a, ba- a uh, bagger. You don't, but check your oh, own. Oh, I do my own now. Oh, yeah, you have to please. Do I got in too many fights with them. Why are you seriously? Why are you? All right, hold on. Well, because they get bad, hold on, mad stop, at me. Stop! 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 This is gonna this is gonna take a minute. All right, let's do this. Yes, then we'll come back. Okay. We'll find out why the hell you're fighting with baggers. Uh, I used to be one. I used to be one too. Yeah, it was. It's a trade that is a very noble profession. Noble profession used to be uh, like a lot of professions has fallen into disrepair. Not a lot of training goes into it. But uh, I want to see uh, we. We have to find out why you will would argue with you know somebody okay. making yeah all right so let's gotcha. do this and then we'll find out then we are going to get into these uh, most misquoted song lyrics we got a lot to do. I love bread. I love bread. I eat it every day. That's why I'm here to say I love bread. Wow. I have never heard this. What is this song? It's a song called I Love Bread. Well, yeah. Fantastic. The artist is? Uh, is there an artist? Perry Grip. Perry Grip. I love bread. Let's hear a little more. I love bread and bread loves me. D-R-E-A-D. I love bread and bread loves me. Everybody gets some bread. Wow. This all because we were, we were talking about National Sandwich Day, and then it varied into bread, and Curtis asked about a pretzel bun. Uh, people, uh, somebody, Curtis, texted in that I was attacking you. Because uh, I didn't like your choice of bread. I didn't say I didn't like a pretzel bun. I just was giving my my thoughts on when a pretzel bun is appropriate. You know? Was it maybe referencing uh, Jimmy John's bread because you said it was okay? Yeah, but is that an attack? Is no, me, I don't think is that's me going, an attack. Is me saying, yeah, that's okay. You're that, right to have your own opinion. Right. It, uh, yeah, I don't... I don't wow, and that's okay. It doesn't even seem like an attack. But they said I didn't... And I didn't... Uh, I don't know. I just... I. Here's why I'm sensitive, because people used to say that I picked on Roger, which is always necessary, and uh, that I was mean, that, you yes, know, sometimes is. I'm mean, and I was like, oh, wait a minute, I wasn't gosh. mean to Curtis, I'm mean to the people who are around all the time, if I need to be, and by mean, I mean sometimes you gotta, you know, it's like a dog, sometimes yeah. you gotta, you gotta put them in the corner till they settle down. Newspaper you know? to the nose. Well, no, I would never, no. <laughs> Well, me, yes. I've never put, no way. <laughs> Uh, glad to hear you're not hating on it for his bread choices. Listen, if Curtis wants to eat inferior bread, who am I to say? You know, kid goes to the, kid goes to the grocery store, gets himself a bag, um, bag of white bread. That's fine. Yeah, that's I, his I deal. I still got to pay college debt, mind you. So I, I, I understand. Get a, a bread at some. Get yourself an eighty-nine cent loaf of bread, yeah. and a jar of mayonnaise. You're ready to go. No, he that's waits. How it works. He that's too expensive for him. He's got to wait for the you know week old bread. Where are you going to get oh, no. bread cheaper than eighty-nine cents a loaf? 
at like a convenience store. They they don't have the freshest bread that's necessarily. Not yes, and they charge three times the oh, price. Yeah, that's right. When, that's did, when was the last yeah. time you shopped at a Seven Eleven? I haven't in ages. All right, let's get back to the real problem. Uh-uh. Uh, why were you yelling at baggers? I wasn't yelling. Why did you? You said I Curtis backed me them. up on this, I and I'm not trying to attack them. you Do by I asking you. Yelling. I'd like you to pull the tape. Right, and I, the this tape. is not me attacking you, asking for your opinion. Yes. Uh, but Curtis, back me up on this. Did he say he got in an argument? Yes. With a bagger. That doesn't mean he, I was he yelling. He used the word fight. Didn't no. he use the word fight? He did use the word fight. You used used the word fight, fight Roger. Yes. So That doesn't mean I yelled. Well, usually I when you fight, then uh, involves yelling. I do not I sp- raise my voice When or I yell fight, I scream. Well, because I'm it's a primal urge to, right. uh, I want to induce fear, and I want to shock and awe. I that's control how I fight. myself. So that's not a fight, then. It is, because... All right, how me, did this happen? All right, so... Being a former bagger, uh-huh. um, I know the specific way you're supposed to bag. And so I give them uh, what I want to have done with the groceries I'm paying for, in which order you already described. Heavy stuff on the bottom, uh-huh. lighter stuff up towards the top. Certain way I want it bagged. They give me dirty looks, and then they throw the stuff in the way they want to. Hold on. Step back for a minute. So you walk up. Let's say you're at your local Jewel. Yeah. Let's just use Jewel as a little... Right, which is true. Local Jewel. So you go to the Jewel. Right. You load up your cart. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. You put a couple posts on Facebook that you're grocery shopping. Mm Mm-hmm. You uh, Instagram what's in your cart with a crazy Mm -hmm. filter. Put this bread in a filter. Uh, Put your bread in a filter. Yeah, funny face on the bread. Sure, you put it in like a hot dog Mm -hmm. costume or whatever it is. And now you're ready to check out. Yeah. So you push your cart up there, and you mm-hmm. start unloading your groceries gingerly onto the belt. In the order in which I want them bagged. Now, do you say that to the, the checker? Yes. And the checker has no problem doing it in the order in which I've got it. And then I walk, once I get all my stuff on the conveyor belt, I walk back to the... Now, you walk to the back of, by the right. car who now has... Who now has my recyclable bags? Right, because I put those on first. I understand. Okay, I listen. I live in the city now. I, I get it. Okay, I care about the planet. And I only so, burned two tires today. <laughs> so then they open the bags uh-huh. and they start to put the stuff in uh-huh. while talking. Oh boy! Next to their the bagger. Next so you to them want about a, what time they're getting off? You want a silent and subservient? Not a subservient. Uh, let me say. Should I say slave? I, I, no a servant. No, I want them paying attention to what they're supposed to be doing. All right. And if they don't, what do you do? If if I will stop chance, them. He becomes Donald Duck. Those no. are my apples. Jerk. I just stop them and I say, excuse me. Could you put these together in that bag? Mm-hmm. And they will give me a dirty look. And many of them, who know me very well, um, <laughs> leave will, when they see you walk into the store. A lot Break of them, time. A lot of them give me a dirty look when they do see me putting my stuff on the conveyor belt. This is why I have gone to the self checkout. Wow. All right. I I don't you, want now, them to be upset this. with me. Have they? Have you noticed that sometimes some of the baggers um, are people with special? They hire a lot of people with special needs yes. to do that job, which is 
you know, that's terrific. They're they're getting the carts, they're bagging right. groceries, they're doing things. Have could that be? Is it is it something like that that you're just getting upset that someone's not no. quite getting what you're? No, what these you're baggers who who uh, at the jewel that I frequent have been there for years, many okay. years, over well, a decade. In fact, one of them was one of my former students at Evanston, and she know she, she should know better than he should know, and better he than. does a great job. Fantastic. Bagging. Well, somebody from the 262 agrees with you. That's why they go to the the self-checkout. I usually go to self-checkout just because it's a little bit faster. Um, now, do, the, do you go there if you have a lot of stuff in your basket? I, ne- I never have so much. Oh, okay. I never really have more than um, what I would be going to, like for an express line, 15 items or less. Okay. If I do have more, then I will go to a checker. Okay. Um, the only thing I get... Uh, Weird about is when the checker bangs my apples on the on the. I pick these certain apples because they're not bruised, they're not dented. Oh, and I they like just these toss apples. Them in the bag, and then, and then no, <clears throat> no regard for my yeah. apples. And I say, I say, you want to get smashed? And they go, no. Why? Wow. Why would I? I go, how about them apples? And then I just, you know, <laughs> how about them? How about apples? them apples? I tried to hammer that one in. I yeah. tried to jam it in there. How about them apples? It didn't really work. But. um yeah, I mean, I I try not to. If you bag your own, it's a little quicker. But then part of me feels bad that people will probably lose their jobs because now we're all just bagging our. Actually, own stuff. it's extra jobs because now they have to have enough people working to come in and fix the machine in the self checkout when you either check something too fast or it doesn't sense that you've put it in the bag oh, I, I know on the on the scale and oh my goodness gracious yeah there's a lot going on but but then you look and there's a million checkout lines with nobody working at it and you're like well this is one I at the jewel that I go to and I've been going to it uh, it's the one I used to work at when it was at Howard and Western so I know the store. I know the people who are still working there over all these years. Yeah. One guy works in frozen foods. He's retiring. All right. So we get years. it. You go there so a lot. I know it. Let's and go. I have not seen a decrease in the number of people working. And I go at all days, at all hours. All right. Well, uh, uh, let's see. Brian has a suggestion. He's in Harwood Heights. Hi, Brian. Hello, uh, Brian. Um, great to hear you on the radio, man. You know. Thank um, you. Uh, listen, I agree with Roger. They're, they have to train, um, you know, the baggers that they got to put the heavy stuff on the bottom. You know, I mean, if you're going to be paying for bags, for instance, you know, I don't know what they charge, seven, eight cents a bag in mm-hmm. Chicago. I go to the Jewel up by uh, Irving and Narragansett, okay? And, um, you know, uh, and that's in Chicago. So, because it's only like four or five blocks away. But, anyways, they have to put that, and then the lighter stuff on top. I mean, they're not trained in it. And then the other problem that they have is that they, that the jewel that I go to, this particular one, I'm I'm by a Reed uh, Mental Health Center. So, they take some of these kids, you know, um, teenagers or young adults, And they put them um, in these positions to be baggers, and they don't know how to bag. I, you know, yeah, but it's they're a training. Lack of training. Yeah, but I think I think when they're coming in with a program like that, and we're getting we're getting some weird feedback on your phone, Brian. So I'm going to have to thank you and let you go because I'm 
trying to oh, talk yeah. to you when I'm hearing myself, and that's weird. But thank you, Brian. But, um, but I think they're training these kids, these uh, young people to do the job, and that's a job, you know, it's a uh, good job for for people to have. Now we're not we're going right to the noon, right? I I apologize. We're still getting used to this crazy uh, this crazy thing. Roger, you need to chill out when you go to the grocery store. I but, do chill out. All right, now. just bag your own. I'm, I do. Just bag your own. It'll save you. I it'll do. save you any sort of. Uh, I'm stress. very relaxed when I go to the store. I, now. Nah, right? Except when it. people come up to you me in the aisle and say, "Can you tell me where the you know the." cleaning fluid is and i'm like i you do not see a name badge on me i do not work here all right but i do see you're posting more more filtered memes yeah, i got i, I click like on that. facebook and there you are 38 yeah. minutes ago curtis he's up there he's putting more <laughs> you are you that's actually really, the that's actually the the 152nd time he's posted since we started <laughs> my god you really need to stop it you need to cut back we're actually taking bets on over under two really <laughs> oh my lord this is this is truly a case of addiction. Well, it is Sunday, so I have to post my special uh, high school reunion top songs every ten seconds. And no, every Sunday. And you're sending me- you're sending customized horrifying memes <laughs> to people for their birthdays and oh yeah, oh yeah, that. that's me Jib with the jabs uh, and yeah. cakes and <laughs> I forgot about those. Wow, yeah. it's good to know that the newsroom is on top of breaking stories here. I'm right with you, good buddy. To see I'm right there. Are, are you? Yeah, are you sir. Really? Okay. Well, oh yeah, I have my I fingers on the pulse of the world. In that, uh, that pulse all runs through Facebook, obviously. <laughs> all right. On the other side of the news, ten song lyrics most often misquoted, and ten that sound wrong, even when they're actually right. We'll get into that, and uh, we'll get your thoughts on song lyrics that you just, no matter how many times you hear a song, you know. Yeah, I think this is kind of how it's supposed to go, I think. All right, we'll do that on the other side of the news. Right now, we go to uh, the Facebook king, Roger Badish, in the newsroom. <laughs> Uptown Squirrel, Billy Joel. Oh, it's, that's not, uh, did I misquote that song? Is that, is that what I did? It's Uptown Girl, Yes. But that's what we're talking about, misquoted lyrics. It's Brian Noonan here until 5. Uh, one, of the best, one of the best movie scenes about misquoted lyrics comes from Bull Durham. We'll see if... Oh, that's not where it is. I thought... Uh, here we go. Young girls that do get bullied Because of all the stress Yeah Women get weary, they don't get woolly. Nobody gets woolly. But we've all heard many people, and maybe you, myself included, sometimes misquote songs. You'll be listening to songs forever, and you think the lyrics are one thing, and then you find out, oh, they're not. My wife always believes that Life in the Fast Lane uh, from the Eagles is Why Can't the Bears Sing? She said, growing up, that's what she thought it was. Why can't the bears sing? And I was like, no, it's life of the fast life. So that's uh, that's kind of what we're... That's funny. We're t- it is funny. Why can't the bears why sing? Can't the, why can't the bears sing? 
like that. So, but we all have those. We all have shows. Three one two nine eight one seven two hundred. If you want to jump in, but here's some examples. As we were perusing the interwebs, uh, we found this out. So, Spotify has released a playlist of the ten most misquoted song lyrics. some sometimes the the lyrics aren't misquoted at all. They're actually the real lyrics. They just sound like they should be wrong. Um, now some of these some of these songs and bands you may not know. Some you uh, some you may know. Third Eye Blind. They were big for what a, a week and a half. Third Eye Blind. Almost. Have they, have they, a little longer, right? They, do they maybe. have a lot of hits? maybe? Yeah, I don't know them that well. I don't know them that well either. But uh, semi semi charmed kind of life. I know that song. So what is the, uh, let's hear the, um, the misquoted lyrics. Wait, there was a savage in his nose? There was uh, the sky, what? it was gold, it was rose, <laughs> I was taking sips of it through my nose, and doing crystal meths will lift you up till you break. Wow, I like yeah. totally didn't get any of that. So you they, hear it again, Roger. These no, sound wrong. thank you. Yeah, I so that you don't want to hear it again. No, why not? I got nose right. See, these are ones. <laughs> these are ones that sound really, really, uh, really wrong, but they are actually right. So these are not uh, technically the misquoted ones. These oh, okay. are ones that sound wrong, even though they're right. Um, Tyler the Creator. I have no idea who Tyler the Creator is. Never heard. But these that. are. Oh, did you? Did you? I did. Yes, you did. Because as I'm reading, I'm like, oh no, I was, I was ahead about this it. This one yeah. has swears. So Tyler the Creator must be a rapper. He is a, a rapper. hipper and a hopper to have the swears. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. All right. So these are, these are song lyrics that are so strange they sound wrong. And this is from his his uh, joint Yonkers. And won't stop until the cops come in. Wow. Why would you stab Bruno Mars? Yeah, really? That seems, uh, it just seems wrong. I don't know why that, uh, why that is. You should go to the checkout, self checkout line. No, he's very angry. Ah, I see he's that. Very, very yeah. angry. All right, let's, uh, let's go to number three, Donovan. Now, again, um, if you want to jump in, feel free. Songs, lyrics, song lyrics that you have misquoted, or w- lyrics that just sound so weird that they can't be true, and yet they are. Donovan's an, Donovan. That's an old Those, one. Right yeah, there. it's yeah, one of my oldies. You're, you're, yeah, you know. yeah. Sunshine <laughs> Superman. Wow, it's old man music history. Yeah, almost. Yeah. It's very exciting. <laughs> Can you find that on your Facebook page? <laughs> oh, it's, it's you'll get like it. You'll coming. find it soon. Yeah, it's. Uh, <laughs> I still got to do today's. <laughs> oh, well, okay. Who, who's on the list? I, I haven't, you haven't checked done yet. Eight? Yeah, you haven't done eight already. Huh? No. Really? Yeah, no, I haven't done today's date. The third, the, the third? top songs for the third. Oh my goodness! Yeah. I'll How do that. This afternoon, yeah, do before that. I come in. No, you'll do that during what? Uh, yeah, for after the four news. After the four o'clock news, <laughs> is that when you don't. Know. All right, I don't know. What's what song? What Donovan song are you? you uh, this is uh, f- from "There Is a Mountain." Oh yeah. First there is a mountain. Then there is no mountain. Then there is. First there is no mountain. Then there is a mountain. Then there. Is, then there's no mountain. Then there is a mountain. All right, Donovan. All right, <laughs> let's. Uh, Let's do some of these misquotes, because I like these. I like the misquote. Yeah. Uh, 
Manford Man's Blinded by the Light. Oh, great That's song. The, I know, but it's the one. Uh, I never knew what it was. I thought it was wrapped up like a douchin. Uh, um, which makes no sense. What's a douche? I don't know, but when you know, when you're a kid and you hear, uh, yeah. the, you hear the song, you hear right. Manfred Mann do it, and then you hear the Springs, the Springsteen version. You can because that was the original. The Springsteen you can version, you can it? kind of make out that it is actually. Uh, so this is this is how most people sing it. Uh, Blinded by the light, wrapped up like a, a douche when you're rolling in the night. But that's. That doesn't seem right. No. Uh, it's blinded by the light, revved up like a deuce, another runner in the night. Yeah. That is the correct lyric. Took me a while to figure that one out, too, over the years. Yeah, that yeah. was... Because, uh, you know, the more you say it, as you get older, suddenly you think, geez, that does not sound like a real thing. Right. You know? Yeah. So then you've got to start listening harder to the lyrics, and you eventually can figure it out. Um... Purple Haze by Jimi Hendrix. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me while I kiss this guy. I mean, that's there's a book. There's books about yeah. this, and that's like the title of the book. Yeah. Excuse me while I kiss this guy. We all know it's excuse me while I eat this pie. We all know that that's the correct lyric, don't we? No. We don't? No. That's not it? No. What is it? Kiss the sky. Excuse me while I bake a rye. I bake a rye. Excuse me, I want corned beef on rye. That's Excuse me, I want corned beef on rye. I think hey, it is sandwich day. I mean, it is sandwich day. Why not? And who doesn't like a nice caraway seeded rye? There you go. So that was uh, that was it. uh is that Da or D A? D A. D A. D A. In Racine, Wisconsin. Hi, D A. Hi. So what do you uh, what what song lyrics do you not understand? Oh well, I research, but when you <laughs> Pearl Jam, Pearl Jam is a classic band for people just humming through whatever they think he said. Well, that's because Eddie Vedder does not one; he doesn't enunciate. And ever that's and yet he's so poetic. How do you explain that? I don't. I don't no. understand. He's and uh, here's what I used to think. She's an empty canvas <laughs> under sheets of clay, but it's sheets and veils. All right, veils and clay don't sound anything alike. Uh, well, I'm not way, judging DA. I because I, I listen. Do you want to know what the original misinterpreted words were? I would. Mersey dotes and dozy dotes. And Little Lambsy Little Divey. Yeah, little Lambsy Divey. Because what I, was it? Brian, you know it. Well, uh, mares, eat, mares oats eat oats and, and don't eat oats and Little Lambs eat ivy. A kid will eat ivy, too. Wouldn't you, D.A.? <laughs> I think you would. Thank you for the call. Uh, and you know that's how you mumbles? do that, Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> Bam! Drop the mic. Boom, I'm out. Uh, a friend of mine thought ELO's evil woman was medieval woman. In his defense, <laughs> some parts of the song do sound like medieval, but others clearly say evil. <laughs> medieval woman. <laughs> oh, I love it. Uh, <laughs> Michael McDonald mumbles words, too. Yeah. Have you noticed that on, oh, sure. on almost every the, song with, he does? Yeah, with all the yeah. yacht rock. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love, I, but I do I do like a nice Michael McDonald song. Yeah. Creedence Clearwater, There's a Bathroom on the Right. <laughs> yes. yes. There's a bath. 
There's a bathroom on the right. I can't, I can't believe I'm singing all these songs, Curtis. This is very exciting. I hope ASCAP doesn't uh, send us a bill for all this. This is very fun. Um, now, I mentioned that my wife Debbie thought Life in the Fast Lane was Why Can't the Bears Sing. Uh, we got a text. I always thought Life in the Fast Lane was Pipe in the Vaseline. Wow. Pop in the Vaseline. <laughs> yeah, but you're slurring Vaseline there. Well, Pop I, I in the Vaseline. No, I'm not. You know what I, I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I'm not putting you down, Curtis. Not attacking. <laughs> yeah, you're not That was just me. an observation of how you said it. That was not a criticism of how you said it. Uh, Mike, Mike from Manuka said he cannot understand anything by Bob Dylan. Nothing. Uh, old Bob Dylan or new Bob Dylan or just all of Bob Dylan? I read the whole text, Roger. I don't have any other context. I, I understand. I have no Some more of his time. early stuff I couldn't understand. I, I think yeah. the word anything is the key word. Okay. Yeah. Right. Anything, yeah. Thank, right. you, okay. Yeah. Thank you, Curtis. Thank you, Curtis. Threw me under the bus, with Curtis. With the succinct Thank you. explanation. Uh, Roger, the word was anything. Thank anything, you. anything. Uh, let's see. We did uh, pro- rock the Casbah because Sharif oh. don't like it. Thinks he's got a. I always thought it was thinks he's got a cold sore. Yeah, but it thinks he's not kosher. Uh, but the line they have here is "rock the cat box," and people thought people thought it was "rock the cat box," yeah. but I thought it was cold sore. Thinks he's got a cold sore. Rock the cat box. Oh, man, I am so hip. It's scary. It's scary how in touch with uh, pop culture I am, isn't it? And here I always thought that you were like on top of everything. I am going on top on of in everything. Pop culture. I am on top of everything and everyone who will allow me to be. What's on top the Elton of them? John misunderstood? Uh, Tiny Dancer. Yeah, hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> which I still I sing to this day. You, you do? Know? Sure. For the heck of it? Well, yeah. Or- <laughs> Just yes, for the heck of it, Roger. I'll wander around the streets. <laughs> I'll probably sing it on my long walk to the car. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> See you out raking your leaves. Why won't Angela it? touch me sideways? <laughs> Lay me down with seated leopards. I had to go away today. There you go. That's my Elton John, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you. It's 3.46 a.m. Wow. And things have gone completely off the rails. Next up, the WGN Nightside Orchestra will join us, and we will sing show tunes intermixed with street hip-hop. I don't know what street hip-hop is. It's hip-hop on the streets. Uh, let's take a quick break, and when we return, more misquoted song lyrics and lyrics that are so strange, and yet they are real. All here. WGN. I am he as you are, he as you are me. I am the walrus. That's one of these songs that sounds like the lyrics are completely wrong, and yet they are absolutely right. I am the Eggman there, the Eggman. I am the walrus. Goo goo gajoob. Yellow matter custard dipping from a dread dead dog's eye. Fantastic. Uh, this is a... Something's up with the... Uh, somebody sent in one of the funniest texts. We're talking about the best misunderstood song lyrics. Uh, said a friend of mine thought uh, Smoke on the Water was Old Cousin Walter. Old Cousin Walter. He's got beside his thighs. Wagon Wheel by Darius Rucker. Uh, hey Paparazzi instead of Hey Mama Rock Me. <laughs> 
<laughs> I like that. Uh, from the 815, you can buy coasters with misquoted song lyrics. I found them in a shop uh, when I went to investigate what everyone was laughing at, and then I joined them. I was in tears when I walked out of the shop. That sounds funny. Coasters with song lyrics. Uh, Greg wants to jump in on this. Hi, Greg. Hey, Brian. How are you? I am well, thanks. So a buddy of mine had the top two mishead, misheard lyrics ever. Okay. His his best one ever was Steve Miller's Big Old Jet Airliner. Mm-hmm. My buddy used to sing Bingo Jet Had a Light On. <laughs> and then my second favorite of his was uh, the Rolling Stones' Beast of Burden. He used to sing I'll Never Be Your Big Suburban. <laughs> Anytime I hear any discussion of misheard lyrics, misheard lyrics, my buddy singing "Bingo Jet had a light on." Bingo Jet had a day. light on. I love it. It works. It's perfect. It's Have a, a great night. Thank you, Greg. You too. Bingo, Bingo Jet had a light on. Oh, it's funny. You hear what you want to hear. Uh, Panama by Van Halen. People think it's Animal. Animal, but it's Panama. Uh, I don't know the Far East Movement, the group Far East Movement. They have a song like a G6, and people think it's like a cheese stick, but it's no, it's like a G6. TLC's Don't Go Chasing Waterfalls, we all know that song, but some people think it's Don't Go Jason Waterfalls. But then you have to, th- you know, some of these you just go, come on, it can't be that. Who's Jason Waterfalls? Don't Go Jason Waterfalls. And Macy Gray's I Try. The the real lyric is, my world crumbles when you are not near. People think it's, I blow bubbles when you are not here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Makes, I guess it makes sense to me. Yeah, Justin, what do you want? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> all right. Let's, let's do a couple more of these ones that should be wrong, but they're not. Uh, Elton John, we had Tiny Dancer. Yeah. We had, you know, Hold Me Closer, Tony Danza. <laughs> Love that one. Why won't Angela do it my way? <laughs> she laid me down on sheets of uh, linen. That's the real world. Yeah. But I always thought it was leather. Because I'm dirty. Uh, <laughs> wow. In Elton John's song, Solar Prestige, a, Solar Prestige, a Gammon, the, the lyrics are just crazy. Solar Prestige, yeah, come on. All right, let's stop right there. Uh, now, we all know Elton has admitted uh, many times and in his newest book to a lot of substance abuse issues. Mm-hmm. Exhibit one, Your Honor. <laughs> this there's not there's not a word in here. Common is the only word I think. Hair is a word. Uh, well, there's a couple words, but, are but they're some not of they're them not foreign. Like for, French? Did you just say foreign? Foreign. I tell you what. Why are you speaking foreign? <laughs> foreign. How huh. come you ain't? How come you speaking foreign? Why <laughs> you need to speak English right now? Not fern. <laughs> not fern English. Not fern. No, so no, I don't believe I don't believe they are out of uh, I don't believe they are from a, a different uh, language. Uh-huh. They're just put together and then there's gibberish. <laughs> gibberish and jabberish. Now, we didn't get Big Old Jet Airliner or uh Bald Jethro has a lighter. What was it uh, that um oh, the other guy said? You're right, but this one from the Joker, 
This is uh, people. Oh, yeah? Yeah, now see, okay, play this one for us, Curtis, please. Some people call me Maurice. Because I speak of the pompatus of love. I quote this song all the time because I often speak for the pompatus of love. Yes, and I am do. a joker, a smoker, a midnight toker. Uh, I do play my music in the sun. Uh, I'm a picker, I'm a grinner, I'm a lover, I'm a sinner. Uh,. You're a man of many talents. Well, sure, yeah. uh, but I, I know that that like because I speak for the pompatus of love. That can't be right, but it's that's what he that is that is the lyric. He speaks for the pompatus of love. Yeah. Uh, let's do one more of these because I think this one is is fun. You're getting some of the best ones. Johnny Cash, flush from the bathroom of your heart. <laughs> and now you say you got me out. Of your conscience, I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. How is this not? How is this not my theme song? <laughs> Great song. That is, it's. I. I would love to hear the whole thing. Want me to send it to you? I would love it, Curtis. I want to hear. Yeah, actually, if you have it, if you have it, we can bump back with it. I would like to hear a little more "Flush from the Bathroom of Your Heart," Johnny Cash, because um, man, it just it just sounds lovely just sounds so lovely so there you have it friends we've got uh misquoted lyrics which we all do do you ever misquote any lyrics uh, curtis um maybe a couple of foo fighter songs i can't think of any on the top of my head yeah um so that's it so we will do uh we'll do that all right roger i told you we were going to uh talk about disney oh yeah we've got, we've got a lot to do in the four o'clock hour okay I don't know. yeah i don't know what uh, if we're going to get to everything but we're going to try to talk about disney because there's some uh there's some things going on now we have a uh oh yeah we got a couple minutes because we're going right up to the news All right, right? Correct. yeah we got a couple minutes right. so uh since we're doing we did a list i got it i got this other list because one of the things uh when you have a friend of ours is having a new baby and uh a lot of times uh, parents Want to want to give their children a unique name, a name that's going to stand out, to make their child feel as special as those parents think they are, and yet sometimes we fail miserably as parents. It's very difficult, but uh, there are some rare baby names that came out, and uh, scarymommy.com, where all the scary mommies hang out. And I was reading some of these girl names, and I was like, I I would pray that you don't name your girls these, only because it's. It, you're saddling a kid with something that you think is cute while they're under your control, but then they become adults. Uh, so here are some of the uh, the most unique names that they're saying. They're rare, and they're terrific. Eslin. Who? Eslin. Would you name a girl Eslin? Because uh, they say Z is popular. Z is very popular, and oh. ending any name in Lynn is fantastic. So Eslin is going to be great. Mavery. You also have to think about the things that your kid's going to ma- be made fun of for. Yeah. Mavery is another name. It's a mashup, the May Avery mashup. So you name your kid oh. Mavery. Or Zavaya. That's a possibility. No, it sounds like a video game character. <laughs> Zavaya, <laughs> Lord of the Underlings. <laughs> okay. Or Jadis, another one that sounds like. Uh, you think that's a mashup too? No, I think it's a I think it's a video game name. Oh. Uh, Lovers of fiction and fantasy. Oh, it is Jadis from. Uh, it's gotten a pop culture bump from two sources: Jadis the White Witch in the Chronicles of Narnia, oh. Narnia, and Jadis the leader of a group called the Scavengers on The Walking Dead. Wow! So there you go. You can name a kid Jadis. Then she'll be just walk real slow and drool, grunt. <laughs> Coralina. That's Fia, a pretty name. Nolani. 
Uh, Those are nice names. Really? I think so. Okay. Aston. Yeah. Imri. Imri or Emery? Imri. Imri. It sounds a lot like Emery. Emery, Emery, or Emari. Emery? No. Um, It's a feminized version of a Hungarian boy's name. Oh. There you go. You're learning a lot of stuff on this show. Yeah. we we learned about Emery. We've learned that Roger is uh, unstable when he goes to the jewel. <laughs> a lot of things. We're learning a lot of things. Aloha, Lyra, Alessia, Arlo. That's a Arlo seems like a boy's name only because oh, yeah. the only Arlo Guthrie. I know is Guthrie. Yeah, yeah. Ori, Alessia. I would have pronounced it Alicia. Well, I'm telling you, right. you can't I'm do just that. saying. Okay. All right. So there's yeah. there's some unusual names. All right. On the other side of news, we'll talk a little bit about this. Uh, we'll give you a preview of what's going on in Disney. Big news out of uh, McDonald's, and uh, maybe we'll get into a little naked news. We'll see what we can cram into the final hour of this uh, big hoot nanny here on 720 WGM. But right now, we head to the newsroom because it's news time. From the back door of your life, you swept me out, dear. In the breadline of your dreams, I lost my place. That's right, it's classic country on WGN. At the table of your love, it's Johnny Cash. It's a hilarious song. Is it, or is it just horribly sad? I lost the race. He's he's not doing well with his lady. Yeah. down the sink. Of your conscience. That's right. In a theater of your love, I lost my part. A lot of places he's he's been been, yeah, just gone. You got me out of your conscience. That's right. (laughs) I've been flushed from the bathroom of your heart. Thank you, Johnny. Think it's funny. Thank you, Curtis. Who doesn't? <laughs> it's a lovely tune, and yeah. we bring you nothing but the hits here in the overnights. <laughs> Brian Noonan, 407, and this is All Request Classic Country with bathroom-themed humor. Uh, I don't know how many songs there are. We uh, we were talking about songs before that uh, with misunderstood lyrics. Yeah. Um, just quickly, it took me until I was married, and my husband showed me my 45 RPM record down slowed my rpm record down to realize that the chipmunks didn't sing with distorted voices and they just turn up the speed of the recording to accomplish alvin simon and theodore and then uh, this one from uh, the 708 saving his life from this warm sausage tea <laughs> what do you think that's from that's uh, from uh, bohemian rhapsody spare him oh, his life from yeah. this monstrosity Easy come, easy go. See, right there, I don't know. I don't know what that is. I don't know what those lyrics are. I have always, Bohemian Rhapsody. There's not. There's not a human alive, other than maybe Freddie Mercury, and he's yeah. not alive. Um, I don't even know if he sang all the words correctly when he was singing it. You know? Yeah, but, it's possible. But, well, he wrote v- it. He should have known. I know, but. Like I don't know what that is. This will not ho we will not let you go. Let him go. Let him go. go. All right, things are getting loopy. <laughs> um, can you spike your coffee? No, no really. I need. I just went and got some more coffee because the coffee I got before was so heinous that I couldn't even drink it. No, I was asking, did somebody spike it? No, this is just me, Curtis. Welcome to my head. This is uh, trying to. You, you yeah, know, haven't worked only, with him enough, Curtis. Yeah, you've only had to live with this for four hours. I have to live with this every day. For now. Um, 
it's uh, yeah, it's just uh, it's horrible. Uh, now, I only bring this story up because we learned that Roger uh, has a short temper, yells and screams at the baggers at the jewel, the poor kids who are just trying to you know make Don't a living. There, you were yelling and screaming. These no, are the same I kids who were out trying. You know, they were out getting uh, their carts. They're oh working, yeah, yeah they're in getting, the rain. Sure, and then well. they come in and now they got to bag your groceries. And you, Mister Persnickety, yes. comes up. I would like, please. I've laid these on the belt in a certain order. And I want them put in the bag in that same order. Now, the right angle is, should be perpendicular to the bottom of the sack, and yes. I've measured these all out so my crackers will fit precisely down there. <laughs> then slide the pita bread in horizontally to create a, a side for the bag that will then hold That's the right. bag of macaronis. Uh, so, obviously, these people detest Roger. Of course. And, um, I gotta say, that was so, a great Roger impression. Thank you. Uh, he's... <laughs> So I bring this up. I bring this story up because I know next year Roger is doing something very lovely for his granddaughters. He is yeah. taking them all to Disney World. I'm fulfilling a promise to them. Well, this is why you don't yeah. make promises. Well, it was a special promise. There's no very such special thing. promise. Nope. It was. Yes, it, it is. Right. You promised you'd take them to Disney World. We get why, the concept. What, but when did I promise it? I don't know. On your deathbed? I was. I was on my way in for cancer surgery. Oh, okay. And I I was confident I was going to come out okay, but they didn't look like they were confident. And they were standing next to me while I was on the gurney, getting all, you know, ready to go in. And I said, you know, when I come out, I promise you, I'll take you anywhere you want to go. And they both take said... Take it anywhere you want to go. Yeah. I'm your vehicle, woman. <laughs> Another misunderstood song. Like, yes. Go ahead. And they said, Disney World. And I said, well, that's, we're going. Unfortunately, then Bridget got cancer the next year. Then she fell down, broke her leg and hip the next year after that. And so Good we've Lord. had to put it off until this coming year. And right, uh, but see, Roger, yeah. here's the thing. You could yeah. have told them you were under the influence of a lot of sedatives. Oh, yeah. They did give me the sedatives I had absolutely right no idea what you were going to What I was yeah, saying, right. kids, Disney World is a bastion of evil. You don't, You could tell no, them anything. But you've, not, you've right. decided you're going to go to the happiest yes. place on earth. Happiest place on earth. Which doesn't sound congruous with uh, a man who will yell at baggers, but I want to—I tell you this yeah. as as a uh, cautionary tale. I appreciate reports it. are coming out of Disney that Disney World workers are having to endure tourists who scream, punch, and even grope them. I would never do well. That. Never. Most people would say you would never go to Jewel and yell at a bagger. Curtis <laughs> leapt back. Curtis was leaving. I, I he, have a he funny came story. Back. Yes, I have a funny he, story about Roger Curtis groping goes, someone. No, 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 no. no. So That's Curtis not funny. is a Me big too. Disney so World goer. I have yeah. a friend who, let's say, is very good friends with Buzz Lightyear down at Disney World. <laughs> Wow, and okay. trying to keep the magic here. Do they go? To, do they go to infinity and beyond? <laughs> well, <laughs> there, there was there was this story about how uh, how Buzz received a whisper from an older woman who was getting a picture taken that said, "I have a toy named after you." <laughs> oh my goodness! Who doesn't? <laughs> right? Wow. <laughs> So you have and the Buzz so, Lightyear, the guy with the wings pop out. He's an astronaut. I'm not sure that's what she was talking oh, about. I don't know what she's talking about then. And it was just her. Like, there was no kids. Really? Yeah, it was just this woman Hello. who wanted a picture and told Buzz that she has a toy at home. Named. And what did Buzz say? Well, Buzz, you know, was obviously taken back by it. Sure. 
I think, deeply trying to keep in his laughter. Right. Um, and his job. Yeah, and his job. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, but I don't know what how Buzz reacted to it exactly. Wow. I wasn't there for it. Now, how is your friend? Oh, your, fr- uh, your friend knows Buzz Light. Yes. Okay, uh-huh. fantastic. That's a wow. Hello. There are a lot of situations where these poor employees are getting screamed at. They're being sexually harassed. And in the most serious cases, physically attacked, according to law enforcement reports. The Orlando Sentinel reviewed nearly 50 reports, including nine so far, nine in 2019, over a decade. So 50 reports over a decade at Disney World, where the daily population of guests, workers, and vendors can swell to about 250,000. You ready for the crowds, Roger? No, yeah, you're not. No, I'm not. Last year, a reported 21 million people visited Oof. the Magic Kingdom alone, not the other parks. So much of the tourist ire stems from having to wait in line. Imperfect technology and confusion, according to this, uh, with the fast passes, which are tough, uh, all of which which are the realities anytime you go anywhere with crowds. That's why I try to avoid them as much as possible. I I don't like crowds, but if I'm going to Disney or someplace like that, I know that's part of the deal. Right. Long lines. I get it. But uh, a woman... Uh, there was a woman who got angry because she didn't have a fast pass to the Tower of Terror. This woman was from Chicago. You may remember this story. She punched a Disney employee in the face and then became put, began pushing buttons on the ride. Whoa, That's right. pushing buttons she on the ride? She started pushing buttons on the ride because she's a lunatic. The woman did not face legal consequences because Disney, uh, Disney doesn't pursue legal consequences. They just ban her from the park for life. The Disney employee... Did not press charges. Do you think the mouse told that employee not to press charges? I'm going to say yes. Yeah, I would I'm say going so. to say yes. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, hoping that won't happen while well, we're there. Well, in July, a tourist staying at the Grand Floridian showed up at the wrong time for his fast pass to the Magic Kingdom. He yelled at the employee until she relented, allowed him to get on the ride. Then he grabbed her by the shoulder and whirled her around to face him. Whoa. I'm not your slave, he shouted. Don't tell me what to do. He later told authorities he was being herded like a dog. Mm. Have you? Is this your first day at an amusement park? It must have we been for them. We are all human cattle trying to get onto a 90-second Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I've waited an hour and a half to do this. Now, um, you know, there was a 64-year-old Canadian man who swore, get the F out of my way, and pushed a Disney worker because he was impatient about exiting after Splash Mountain broke down. So people see. Here's the thing. See that happened go, to me this year when I went to Disney. Did you go to the world or the to land? The world, to, to the world. To the world. Uh, we were on Splash Mountain and we got halted for about like 20 minutes because somebody decided after they got on the ride that they wanted to get off. Oh no! And they forced themselves out of the restraints and tried to leap off the ride. So like the whole entire thing was just come to a standstill and sitting there hearing zippity doo dah zippity a for. 20 minutes straight. See, that's kind of seeing that the rest of your that day. That person should be taken into uh, the square outside of Cinderella's castle, and all the characters should be allowed to pummel them. Chip, Dale, everybody. The second tier characters who don't get a lot of play. You know, Pluto gets in there, yeah. gets to drop kick somebody. That's how you. That's how you teach people at Disney how to behave, because. It, Let's be honest. When you go on a vacation like this, and Roger, you're going, and next year we're going on a Disney cruise. Oh. My mom is taking a whole family. Nice. I'll be fun. Hopefully. Will it? Uh, I'm very grateful. It's very generous of her. She said she's always wanted to do this. So she, uh, you know, my daughter is grown. 
but still, you know, still there's a lot. And then my one of my nieces is in high school, and the other three are little. So it's going to be it's going to be very nice. And so my mom's taking the five her five sons, our spouses, and uh, our children, and we're going on this Disney cruise. And but you know, you go on Disney cruise or you go to Disney World, you go to anywhere on vacation. The pressure to have a good time is constant. You know because. I know you're a, you're a good man for taking your family to Disneyland or Disney World, Roger. At some point, you know the girls are going to get tired and they're going to get cranky, and you're going to go. You're going to think to yourself, "Man, do they know what I'm paying for this? We're going to have fun. We're having fun now. Damn it, get up and have fun. Are you <laughs> having fun? I'm not going to do that. Yeah, okay, I, I, no, I'm not. Until until he goes to the shop and they put the the mouse ears under the taffy and he blows his top at the, the bagger at the Disney World <laughs> shop. I told you I wanted the Sorcerer's Apprentice hat on top of the Minnie Mouse ears. You idiot. And then we're doing a report on Roger. Now I just uh, being banned from Disney World for me life. A great idea for next year's Halloween costume. Sure. Sorcerer's Apprentice hat. Oh yeah, we with the bowsers on it. Yeah, yeah, we have one. We have oh one really? Yeah. Oh man, I got to get like uh, the gown that he used. The, well, let's the, not get the ahead blue of ourselves. With stars. If you, if, so the, here's the po- the point of why I'm yeah. telling you this yeah. is to control yourself. I, I'm, because I will be the controlled. pressure will be there. I know. You know, somebody's going to say something. I at least have, when we're on the cruise, I have the option of throwing myself off the ship. Uh, that's, or <laughs> or disembark- or somewhere dis- out in the middle uh-huh. of the Bermuda Triangle. You pick. Um, whatever's going to get me away from the situation fastest. Uh, maybe I just disembark and become an expat somewhere. Go. go completely off the grid. I, I enjoy shorts and Hawaiian shirts. I could fit in anywhere in the Caribbean. Uh, it's going to be great. But... The, I I can't understand. I mean, I've been frustrated at these kind of places before, and I don't deny that it can happen. It gets but, frustrating, but I I've also I also can't understand going that next step that these people are taking and physically assaulting somebody who's working there. It's not like Walt Disney is standing in front of you, flipping you off, making you do. It's you know these people who are running the rides, they're not in charge. They're just, listen, if you don't have the fast pass, I'm sorry, you can't get on. If you don't understand how it works, I'm sorry, but that's not my job. I'm I'm making minimum wage, letting people get into the haunted mansion. That's all I'm, that's what I'm here for. I'm working here for the summer, you know? I'm I'm in the same humidity you are, except I'm in a gothic costume. So I'm more, trust me, I'm more miserable than you are, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. But but I just don't get it. Um, oh, somebody's saying they were at Disney World on 9-11. Max, oh, oh, my. It, that was going to be horrible every, anyway. Yeah. So not just there. All right, let's take a quick break. We come back. We've got some, uh, we've got some other things happening, some big news. Big, big news, WGN. your hands to yourself, Roger, when you go to Disney. Yeah? People getting very angry. Uh-oh. At me? I'm sorry. No, not at you. Oh. Relax. Everything's not about you. Uh, no, I know. I just don't want to upset people. I, I'm going in with a clear conscience on this whole thing. I see. It's all about the kids. Because, see, our daughter, their mother, will be with them, and our son. 
mm-hmm. will be with them, and they're, they're all go- the four of them will be going out. I'll be with Bridget. We're going to be very casual. <laughs> Take our time. Is that right? Yeah. It's well, not a casual you know, place. I've got to be. First of all, Bridget will hit me with her cane if I'm not. And two, she walks with a cane, so we got to be slow and casual. I see. Yeah. All right. Well, it's not. It's now, Curtis. You you sound like you're a Disney aficionado. Do you go there alone? Do you go there with groups? Uh, my family. Oh, your family. Okay. Yeah, my mom, so it's dad, a family and sister, trip. and I. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's. I thought you were going by yourself. No. Because <laughs> there's people there. There's people that yeah, couples that do that. People yeah. Without kids, go to Disney. Yeah. They. Have, I know. Uh, Jen DeSalvo uh, actually got married. Yes, there. she got married there. Mm-hmm. So uh, a lot of people do it. I. Listen, when we lived in California, I was at, we were at Disneyland a lot mm-hmm. because anytime somebody came to visit, we had to take them to Disneyland. I hadn't been the only time I had been at Disney World prior to a couple years ago was it was so long ago that uh, Pirates of the Caribbean uh, hadn't even opened. My dad has been going because my dad grew up in um, Boca Raton, Florida. Okay, so he had been going there since the park f- first opened. Yeah, yeah, it was a long it was a long time ago because I was I was young. And st- there was nothing else. There was no Epcot or any of that stuff. It was just yeah. in the middle of a swamp. And um, and then I went back a couple years ago. One of my brothers got married in Florida, and we went there on uh, Saturday. And we just all we had time for was the Magic Kingdom, and it was insane. So yeah, you know, are you going to all the parks, Roger? Are you doing one of those park hopper deals? Or yeah, we've yeah, got we're going to be the there thing? seven days. We got the park hopper. Uh, they want to do that um, the water park. Okay. Uh, they saw the video of that, and they go, oh, I want to go there. Uh, we've got a nice food plan. We're, we're going to be, because there's so many of us, and, and none of the existing hotel rooms kind of are conducive to our family situation. So we're going to be in a new hotel, the Riviera, which opens up oh, in December, and we're in a fancy. suite. Sweet. And, um, and now and now I find out my sister may want to come down and stay. She's, she lives in Atlanta. Goodness gracious. Outside of Atlanta, so, which is fine. Uh, we'd love to have her with us. And um, uh, He says... Well, no, yeah. she's listening. Yeah, why uh, not? No, there's a, listen, there's a, no reason. Yeah. I just, I, you know. So we're, we're, just we've got like, seven days to be down there nice. to enjoy it. If they don't want to go out one day, that's fine. If they, Well, with little kids staying on the property, yeah. you know you got to come back, take a nap, head well, back you, out. Well, they're not that those. little. They're going to be uh, 12 and 10 All right. When by the time we get down there. Okay. So... Uh, uh, you know, they've good. got specific rides. We've already gone over all the videos. Oh, my goodness. They, that's what, oh, yeah. See, that's, a, that's, that's what I tend to do, and that's where I've run into trouble, where you try to plan too much. Oh, I, Everything is planned. Yeah. Up today, we're going to do, you're going to get in line for this ride now, and then you're going to move this no, no, line, no, see? No, and then we're, we're going to go see the president. And then it'll be the, oh, the country <laughs> bear jamboree, see? We're going to sit there, and we're going to talk about the uh, latent, <laughs> late, all the problems with the country bears. Brought to you by Roma Wines. That's yeah, right, Roma <laughs> Wines. And then Grandpa's going to go no. find a place to get snorts. <laughs> Uh, no, I just showed him a bunch of the rides from some of these videos that are on uh, on okay. Amazon Prime. Actually, some nice Disney videos, yes, and they sure. they would say, "Oh, we want that ride," and the, or I'll they would you, say, "No, we don't want that." I ride. am shocked. Uh, I guess I shouldn't be, but the cost of a vacation at any of these big yeah. parks, whether it's Universal or Disney, you you really, as a family, you have to start saving. Well, for a lot of us. Some people have that money, they just go at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. I'm not that kind of guy. I don't have, you know, I don't have thousands of bucks to just drop on a whim. Mm-hmm. 
But to, you know, we started go, saving a couple of years ago. Right. And there's, yeah. you know, and you think, oh, Disney, Disney's something that all kids should be able to experience. And unfortunately, most kids are not. Yeah. And it just, I understand, you know, this is a capitalist society. I'm all for that. It just, some things just get so, so, so expensive. You're like, how did this happen? How did it get so expensive to yeah. go? And then you get there and the costs are even more, you know, because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, you don't need souvenirs, but everybody's going to get something. Sure, maybe mm-hmm. uh, you got to eat. Yeah, you know, and if you're staying there, I don't know. I don't think they let you bring stuff in. Well, actually, do uh, they? Yes, you can have food delivered from grocery stores. They have there are to food the delivered or to, to the your hotels, hotel room or to, to the hotel room. room. Yeah, okay. Well, that's Not in the park. No. Yeah, I'm saying, can you? Yeah. You can't bring food. No, into the no, park. no. All right. On the on the other side of the news. Uh, ask Dwayne to hold on, Curtis, because Dwayne has a tip for you for your trip, Roger, for oh, your okay. Disney trip. I got you. Uh, a lot of people, a lot of people. It's a whole industry of people who plan these Disney vacations. Well, I know. Because my mom found some Disney expert to deal with the cruises, and the cruises are a whole other deal. You know? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. We had a bunch of people who are Disney planners. That's where Disney actually yes. reimburses them. Sure, to get to, to, to get everything yeah, done. Yeah. All right, so we'll talk a little bit more about that. Then we'll get some naked news, and we'll talk about McDonald's. We'll do all that on the other side of the news. Four thirty-five. Brian Noonan, seven twenty. WGN here till five o'clock, and then it's the Great Outdoors with Charlie Potter. That's correct. Yes, it's been a long time since I have uh, said that, but the Great Outdoors with Charlie Potter coming up. Uh, all right. So let's see. Oh, somebody here's your tip, Roger. Okay. That uh, when you get to Disney, go to the local Walmart, Target, or Kmart to buy your souvenirs. Uh, you save a ton of money. Oh, I could imagine, yeah, so, sure. We're staying at uh, the Riviera's on-site, okay. it's one of the Disney hotels. So. You sure you want to tell people where you're going to be? Huh? Sure you want to tell people where you're going to be? What if you have a stalker? A, a year from now, I won't even remember where I'm supposed to go. Listen. Yeah, who knows what's going <laughs> to... Listen, who knows what a year from now holds? Exactly. Who knows what a week from now holds? Exactly. Let's, let's, let's all be honest, uh, shall we? I'm not worried about it. No, let's be honest. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, yeah. You know. You I'll, know. Be, I'll be listening to Brian Noonan. <laughs> where uh who knows Ooh. naked news news of the nakedness there's always crime some people do it naked we call it naked news yeah we're bringing out all the hits for uh my return to the uh back to where it all started for today this uh this was the shift i started on a while ago here at wgn now with hard work and diligence, I'm right back where I started. Uh, very happy to be here, though. And uh, this is Naked News, so we yeah. have some uh, some Naked News stories. Uh, let's start. Well, I, yeah, are you leaving? I'll, I'm, I'll stay with you for uh, about another 10 when, minutes, and then we'll, then we'll switch off with uh, Dave Schwann, who's uh, getting ready to hang with you for a little while. I love Dave Schwann. Yeah. Good to see him last night. Uh, now, you think sometimes, this is not a naked uh, news crime story, but it does involve naked news. It involves senior citizens, uh, lusty behavior, and the fine arts. So it's a, it's an amalgam of all sorts of things that we love in naked news. This is a... Uh, they call them care homes in Britain, uh, kind of a senior living facility. Yeah. You know, a, okay. I don't know if nursing home is still a term that people nah, use. Nah, they don't like Assisted to use those living, anyway. that kind of thing. Yeah. 
Uh, so the residents at Sherwood Grange, a care home that provides full-time residential and dementia care in London, uh, well, these people were interested in another hobby. Pardon me. Uh, the home allows residents to take up any activity they fancy. So when they requested the opportunity to draw a nude model, <gasps> the care team immediately set to work to organize one, even asking the budding artists what type of model they would like. Well, these randy ladies, which I've added myself, that's editorial comment. The randy They requested that staff find, quote, a nice handsome man to visit them alongside an artist so they could get in touch, wink, wink, with their creative <laughs> ideas. Uh, some had already been on a sketching trip, so they were uh, keen on drawing a nude model. Um, the manager of the home said most people expect uh, life in a care home to be a certain way. But here at Sherwood Grange, we're keen to ensure that there are no limitations and every day can be different and fun. Uh, <laughs> it's fair to say we've never had a nude model at the home before, but based on the response, we may well do it again. I would imagine so. Yes, the residents love the class. <laughs> One commenting that they loved how the class hadn't been dumbed down for them. What? I, mean, I guess it was full frontal. <laughs> that's all I can. That's all I can figure. Because <laughs> a dumbed down would be like, oh, he was wearing a diaper. Uh, no, this was uh, this was all the rage. So you know what? That gives yeah. me hope for the future. Okay, that's not not for my future, but it gives me hope for other people's future. Uh, for Curtis, when Curtis is an old man, yeah, uh, and you know he'll still be like, you know what I want to do? <laughs> get me a naked lady in here so I can draw her. That's, that's what. <laughs> That's really? exactly how he's going to sound. Do. Yeah, that's, of course. That's how. Uh, that's how most randy old men sound. I'll tell you another thing. Uh, you come on over here, and I'll sketch you. And I, yeah, I said sketch. Uh, all right. You sound like the old guy from uh, Laughing. Artie Johnson. Artie Johnson. Right. Want to buy a walnetto? A what? A walnetto. That's what he a would always say. A walnetto. That Are was you sure always you're not his mishearing line. the lyrics? I'm not hearing mishearing the lyrics. That was his line. All right. Yeah. Relax. Because he would always say, want to buy a walnut? And she'd hit him with the purse. Want to call me sweetheart? Hit him with the purse. Want to call me an ambulance? Hit him with the purse and he'd fall over. That was humor. It's a fascinating recap. Thank you, Roger. Uh, Lincoln police are looking for a man who exposed himself to another man while wielding a sword. Ooh. That's right. The other man, 26, uh, told police he was sitting in his car on, uh, on at West South and Southwest 9th about 4.30 a.m. after walking his dog. Hmm, story sounds sketchy. <laughs> when a naked man approached him with a sword, which could be a euphemism, but I believe they're talking about an actual sword, an actual bladed instrument. The naked man tapped the driver's side window with the sword again. You picture this however you want. I'm picturing it one way. Uh, you can picture it another. Uh, if you've ever seen Bad Lieutenant, maybe you're picturing it that way. But I don't think that's that's true. Uh, the naked man tapped the driver's side window with the sword, and the 26-year-old grabbed his rifle from the vehicle. What is going on in Lincoln, Nebraska? <laughs> I don't know. I pictured Isn't there Lincoln, a lot to do there? I know. I've this been is becoming to Lincoln. the new Florida man. Yeah. A Nebraska man. Nebraska man. Uh, that, yeah, the, that's the beauty of naked news. It's not limited geographically. Yeah, we've I can already been, We've already been to great britain now we're been in now we're in lincoln nebraska and i've been to lincoln you know that's a home of uh, nebraska the corn huskers there's not much else there there's the stadium uh which i learned when i was there when it's full for game day is the largest city in nebraska or the second largest city in nebraska uh so he got his vehicle and then he chased the man into a wooded area uh, police only have a generic description of the naked man <laughs> well he was naked 
Okay. Any other? Nope. I. That's my, all we got. My eyes kind of were transfixed. I didn't really take in a whole lot. Once I saw the nudity, I kind of uh, got tunnel vision. I didn't. I didn't pay a lot of attention. Uh, well, listen. Burlington, Iowa, not uh, not much safer. Naked man parading around downtown Burlington, screaming out its freedom. A man donning nothing but a cap, footwear, and a tote bag offered a terse explanation of his unclothed state. It's very hot. It's freedom. Uh, the Burlington Free Press journalist uh, tried to get, uh, get to interview the naked man, but that didn't work. Um, he was spotted making several loops around downtown Burlington. He declined to identify himself, offered little explanation when a reporter caught up with him. Um, here's another story from Burlington. A man planted a bandana, socks, and shoes. Just walking around. He started walking around unclothed. He said that it was uh, he was doing it for his health. It's good for your health, they said. Man said he was aware of Burlington's ordinance that states, quote, no person shall go about naked within any of the city parks. Which, you know what, I don't need oh, the man. he's wearing shoes and a bandana. Right, I don't need the man keeping me down like that. Yeah. Squashing my freedom. <laughs> Trying to, you know, cut my swerve. I got to go. Um... The man was not spotted walking in city parks the next day because he had been uh, he had been hassled by the man. Uh, I'm not doing anything except enjoying myself. So there yeah. you go. That's another naked news story. Curtis, uh, did you did you know there could be this many naked news stories? <laughs> did not no, not until didn't. tonight. <laughs> nope. Why not? Uh, this was a main. The, as you can tell, the the theme for naked news was one night at about this time yeah. where. Uh, I just started singing it for no reason, and then my producer at the time, Christy, put it to music. She's like, here, now you got a naked news theme, and I was like, oh, fantastic. And over the years, we've thought to ourselves, you know, we should upgrade the naked news theme, because that sounds kind of, you know, uh, bare bones, kind of raw. But then we thought, well, fits this show perfectly. <laughs> Nude man standing along a highway arrested. A Radcliffe man was arrested Friday morning and charged with indecent exposure after allegedly standing completely nude at a busy intersection in the center of town. Probably clothes probably just, he waited so long, he grew out of his clothes. Clothes just fell off like yeah. the Hulk. Was he trying to hitchhike a ride? Well, let's find out. Xavier okay. White, 21, was arrested around 4 a.m., uh, according to the police citations. The allegation said that White told police his reasoning behind being nude in public was so he could, quote, be a peace drinker. Uh, well, say that again. I, uh, peace, P-E-A-C-E, peace like uh, we all want peace. Right. A peace drinker. Okay. Uh, unless they misheard him and he was, you know, <laughs> he had an accent. Right. But I, I'll go with what's in the citation. Okay. I'm not sure they don't go on to... Uh, uh, he. D- <laughs> While they don't say what a peace drinker is, the citation does say that he went on to ask where he could get some methamphetamine. Well, that so, probably did him in. I don't know if meth makes you really hot. I've heard, I've read reports that it does. It, it gets your body temperature to rise, so maybe that's why you're naked. Uh, he was released on $250 unsecured bond, so it's a misdemeanor in uh, Radcliffe, did they make Kentucky. Him, I wonder if they made him dress up to leave so that he wasn't, well, they wouldn't get arrested if they arrest, again. Right, but if they arrest you naked and you don't have any clothes with you, are we keeping you up, Curtis? <laughs> 
It's very disheartening. I know, I'm sorry. Very disheartening to look at your producer, uh, who is supposed to be your support system, and see him looking at his phone and yawning. The biggest yawn. The only... The only uh, I should be in bed right The now. only being that I've seen yawn bigger is my dog. My dog will let out a yawn that is terrifyingly large for her small body. And that's to say, Curtis looked like he was a python about to eat a warthog. His jaws unhinged and almost came Set back to go. Com- came back completely <laughs> over his head. I was oh my god, no person should be that tired and still be awake. That is that was a yawn for the ages. Why are you attacking Curtis's yawning? He's just yawning like a normal human. You didn't see it, texter, before you even texted. Put your put your thumbs down. He did wah. You opened it up and it was like, oh my god. There was a cartoon, the funny company. Remember the funny company, yeah. Roger? And the little Indian at the end that would open his mouth and just go, ah. That's right. Right? Make that, that horn was, sound. Yes, yeah. that was Curtis. He's getting roasted right now. It was it was the biggest. I'm roasting you so I could stay awake too. Yeah. <laughs> it was his honest to God, I thought his head was gonna fall off. All right. Uh, Glad to take one oh, for the team. And with Somebody, that, I with, will uh, relinquish the news oh, desk. Uh, Dave Schwan will uh, be with you on the other side of the break. I'll tell you the and, truth. Uh, if Schwan starts yawning, I'm out of here. If Schwan starts yawning, you're out of here? Yeah, oh, I'm my gosh. Done. You may No, Dave's uh, coming in bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. He's coming in bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. Yeah, he's ready he to go. Uh, here's an answer uh, from the <laughs> 779. When somebody gets bailed, when you get bailed out, someone has to bring you clothes. They let you out. They... Someone has to bring you clothes. They let you out the way you came in. So That's thank you, 779. I, I don't know if the 779 has been incarcerated while naked, <laughs> but I do appreciate maybe they're a law enforcement officer. Uh, you know what they're not doing? Yawning. They're paying attention <laughs> to the show and texting, Curtis. That's what they're doing. They are involved in the program in a way that some people in this building are not. And that's okay, because I get it. It's, uh, you know... It, normally, it would be 546. And by normally, I mean yesterday. But today, it's 446. So that's how we uh, that's how we do. All right. Speaking of that's how we do, Roger, you're leaving? Yes, sir. All right. Well, it's been uh, hmm, a pleasure is a stretch. But <laughs> no, we, it's, been, it's been lovely. Uh, 224 oh, Facebook yeah. posts since the start of the show. 224. Yeah, that's the official count. Wow. The line, the, line was, the line was 200. Yeah. So yeah. He, if you he play the over, the over yeah. you win. Ooh. No, not you. You don't get to play because no, you're the I'm one not, we're betting I'm happy against. for the people who won. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm I'm sad. If I had known that, I would have chinned the, the results, you know. I'm sad for the people who... <laughs> These are prop bets on uh, WGS. <laughs> We're do, yeah, we're doing prop bets. We're doing country music. We're doing all sorts of crazy things. Somebody said that you're you you should you know you be you basically the, and the share next, what you need to share. The next Roger. prop bet yeah. is the uh, over under uh, three seconds is the length of my next yawn. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going over. I, the, the safe bet is the over. <laughs> yeah, and the li- the line th- at three seconds is low. That's a sucker bet. Because <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna yawn for about a minute six. Yeah. That's uh, I, so I would especially if the uh, jaws get stuck. Yeah. Oh, then right. Even even if you're not yawning, the mouth is open in a yawn motion. Right. Because I'm counts. he's on the other side of glass. All I know is what I see. I right. can't hear. I can't hear. He's going. Hey, oil can. I oil can. <laughs> I don't know if he's tin man in me or what. Yeah. But. Uh, Something's going on. Well, Roger, it's been lovely. Always. Uh, drive home safely. And uh, please, please, when you go to get your cold cuts tomorrow at yeah. Duel, yeah. be nice. I will. Till it's time to not be nice. I will. And that means somebody's got to, like, drop a can of chili beans on your eggs. <laughs> that That's when you blow up. <laughs> yes. And I did, I'm talking literally. 
your groceries. Uh, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Brian Noonan, 720 WGN, here for about 10 more minutes. Walter Jacobson's perspective coming up very soon. And then after 5 o'clock, it's the great outdoors. Oh, my goodness. Now, it's only November 3rd. Uh, I am not ready for Christmas yet. I I love Christmas, but I'm to the point where I'm already getting turned off by Christmas. Uh, two stations in Detroit have already started playing Christmas music, and a station here in Chicago has already started playing Christmas music. Oh, They've gone, and not just playing Christmas music, but gone 24-7 Christmas. <laughs> 24-7 Christmas on November 3rd. Um, well, I mean... Here at the station, we've been advertising tree time for like the past month. Listen, I am not going to. That's we love tree time. We love I know. them. They do a great job decorating awesome. the studios, uh, and that's different. Running a commercial is sixty seconds. That's not twenty four seven Christmas music. That's very true. Two months basically still, before even Christmas. The, even getting the thought of Christmas before even Halloween. I know. You know it's, what I mean? It, well, it it just keeps creeping earlier and earlier and earlier. Yeah. And before you know it, it'll be August and we'll be right. And people are ready for Christmas. I get that most people, and I say most because I, I think of my own, a lot of people start planning and buying their stuff early because they're, you know, budgeting out what they have to spend. They're doing what they have to do. Uh, I, you know, I'm semi last minute with Christmas. I used to be last, last minute, like Christmas Eve last minute. Now I'm December last minute. You know, middle of December, I'll have everything 